So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Let's get ready to podcast. What the fuck is up, dude? Moped Monday podcast. Crazy world. World's fucking burning down right now. I know. Um, City's on fire. My ass is on fire because I did a lot of riding. Yeah, shit's crazy. My hips hurt because I broke down and walked a lot. In the world, protests and vandalism and all these things are distracting from mopeds, but the Undue mopeds justice. aren't important at the time. Yeah, lots of sadness in the world. I hope you guys are doing good out there in the wonderful world in your own lives and staying safe and, you know. That's the main thing. If you're out there, stay safe. Um, You know, there's do, do what you got to do. Just stay safe. Plenty of guidelines online if you are protesting that, you know, say, like, what to wear, what to have with you, bring water, stay in groups, uh, plan your exits ahead of time. Charge your cell phone in case you got to take a Snapchat. Turn your phone off. Yeah, while you're doing this, so you don't have your location. Show. And, you know, don't, it's not, you know, wear solid colors and mask up and all that good stuff. Because it's a very good point, though. If you're doing some, even if you're doing some things that aren't uh, necessarily like in the best light, turn your fucking phone off. It's hard to get caught doing some dumb shit if you don't have your phone on you. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, it sucks like all this is going on. There's still like COVID to worry about, too, on top of that. So, like, it's like, man, is there going to be a spike? What's COVID? That's just so last week. I know. Really. It's like we literally just went from like dead empty streets all over the country to To lighting everything on fire to riots in the streets. Like, I don't know. It's just a snowball of bad shit happening and it sucks. It's like I can't help but feel like sad and like proud at the same time. It's weird. It's Yeah, because you're proud for the people standing up and doing, you know, like making themselves heard, but. It's also kind of sad because there's a lot of victims in it. Not not only the victims of the actual event, but there's victims of families of like business owners and things that really just you know there's no other way to put it. They're just victims of other people's you know you know rage and opportunity and just yeah. bad, wrong place, wrong time, wrong business, wrong pane of glass in front of their store. True. And like know. it sucks for like the people that are just like out there to be opportunists and like come up on their own. Like they're just trying to like loot or make some money. You know, I heard some shit that someone got arrested i think it was in atlanta and somebody made a fake profile to try to raise bond for that person like just like dumb shit like that dude like people are like are always trying to use something like come up from themselves like this bullshit well i mean that's the american way you know unfortunately like it sucks but there's always going to be always going to be a scammer you know i don't know man or or somebody who doesn't have the best interest of the people in mind necessarily so if you're out there in the world make sure you're looking after number one look after yourself first and, you know, speak your mind and do what you think is right and be safe. And, you know, you got a lot of sports, so have fun. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. We got Frankie in the studio with us today. Hello. As our friend Frankie, freshly turned Revel Prospect. Yes. Been, a, been a, a minute of you hanging out now, mm-hmm. in and out of Richmond. And now you are officially a prospect. How's it feel? 
feels wonderful. I feel like I'm home. Are you, are you so happy? Yeah, I'm happy. I'm you were so stoked happy. to go get my dinner the other night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, put the task. And then she got told to salute every rebel that walks in the room from now on. Really? It's a hand salute. Yeah, she's supposed to do a hand salute. <laughs> left, left hand? Doesn't matter. No, no. Dealer's choice. <laughs> Both hand salute. <laughs> What's up? But now we got to figure out the consequences for not doing it. Ooh. <laughs> I, was thinking- I actually think that's a funny, like, stupid prospect task. It's not that obnoxious I'm trying, to, I'm trying to be a rebel prospect it sounds fun you guys got all sorts of games yeah, yeah. Keep, it, keep it light keep it fun like in the end we're like we're friends first and you know we're friends a- last asshole mopeder second yeah yeah they sent me on a scavenger hunt remind me i'll read the uh scavenger hunt clues uh, to you if you want oh uh, yeah we can yeah. get into that right now actually i mean that'd be funny <laughs> yeah so there, part, you know we talked about her getting prospected in and like how we went about doing it but i didn't really have much to do with like the texting and things of that nature i was like i'll dedicate to the food i'll handle the food like i know what's going on i'll help delegate a little bit but mostly you guys are planning sort of an event that is not necessarily like you know like we already had too many people going and not really supposed to be doing things you know because of covid and all that shit and it worked out really well but yeah frankie got a bunch of tech starting with yeah so i had to meet at the rebel garage at you know 5 p.m and then we're sitting there waiting, and Jack's like, you need to check your phone. And so I, the, here's my first message. So, you want to be a rebel? Well, there's some out-of-town members lost in the city. You better go find them and lead them on a ride. Yeah, and do you know this phone number? No. It came from it like, just like a burner no. phone? Yes. <laughs> Bill said he's lost near some globe and said something about a, a dome <laughs> a dome building and a pulse bus i don't know his cb was running in and out the background being noisy when you get there i'll tell you where to find the next one <laughs> we kind of talked about this the other week like, yeah, yeah but i didn't know the exact good. text yeah, so i couldn't I did, like quote it it's cool to like hear like the other part of the story <laughs> yeah and so uh jack's actually like put all the, the whole scavenger yeah. hunt together like was texting her from a burner phone and following them around in this like truck or something like watching when she got this, the next place he texts her again from the burner phone creepy yeah, yeah so here's the next one yeah so she gets to bill and finds him and like and now she's got what who do you have with you then but you've got so um it was jacks me and justin jacks you and justin mm-hmm at the science museum and then the next text comes in so brad lives here but he's lost too was talking about the river and across the bridge and then he yelled i just want to rip on riverside go help him (laughs) yeah so like (laughs) it's just kind of like all right i guess i'll go do the whole fucking riverside but it's also like mystery status (laughs) it's like you gotta like decrypt it figure out what these fucking secret messages mean yeah Yeah, so then i'll rip out to go pick up brad brad was the last one i think no, and then so the next one was Richie. Oh. And so then once we got and found Brad, so Richie is in town too, got turned around with Amanda in Manchester, said he's at some shop with a bunch of shitty Vespa scooters. <laughs> <laughs> Scoot Richmond, what's yeah! up? Yo, shout out to Moto Scoot Richmond because they were the first people to ever donate a raffle prize for us. Yeah. Yeah, when we first started the podcast oh. two years ago. Yeah. Um, they gave us a center. Chelsea and, and Ben, away. all those guys, and uh, the whole Scoot Richmond Moto crew has always been nothing but nice to me and, and you and the whole Richmond community. So yeah, holding it down, it, dude. And that's where I watched the next awesome topic, the Dominion building fucking oh, come dude. crumbling down. So we had a local building that's been around for four decades. Years. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Like 40 the years. Dominion. <laughs> 
the Dominion. What they, what was it called? The Dominion. Ta- not ta- it's something. Energy Tower. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah, the Dominion Energy Tower. It's like their office downtown, high rise, and they imploded it this weekend. So you went from nights of like rioting and protesting until three in the morning, four in the morning, whatever that. Wake up bright and early. Calm down. And then 7 a.m. on the bright, the city kept it to schedule and they dropped this giant building in the middle of the city. With, it, it, like with the quickness. Oh, dude. They had cranes up on the sides to try to protect the buildings next to it. It blew out a bunch of glass, too, because we rode down to like Ground Zero and looked at the, at the new Dominion building. Mm-hmm. And there's still a bunch of windshields. Even like, with the stuff they had up to protect it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Pete expected to. They dropped the giant building. It's like we were like. I wanted to go. I was at work till like three in the morning or something. And I'm like, Aaron, we're going to go. I'm going to get up early. We're going to go. And I woke up kind of late, like last minute. Like it was like 640. And I was like, oh, fuck. We got to go. Like get, get dressed. We're hopping on the DRZ. I ran five red lights. Yeah. To like pull up on the scene. I had, oh, and my GoPro on. So I ran, I ran five red lights. I, I almost missed the street I was trying to turn on. Like loop back on the sidewalk. Riding dubs. Riding dubs. Ripped up in your street. pajamas, yeah, and sweatpants. <laughs> and I get down there, and we pull up on the block, and, and then like as soon as we pretty much stop, you hear doo doo. Oh, you made it, doo doo, doo doo, like multiple tiered explosions, and then the building just fucking crumble. It was, and the smoke cloud was like crazy. Like I can only imagine if you were close. Yeah, if you were that close, or what what it was like in New York during nine eleven. But like just to see a building not even that big crumble right in front of your eyes is like insane like you're never going to see that in person and typically in richmond we just take them down with like machinery you know or just disassemble them one by one and yeah, it's kind normally of neat. Not, normally that that tall that's like probably the tallest one yeah i think like like a normal size building they just use bulldozers and stuff like cranes or whatever yeah i was yeah bulldozers would be something but yeah like <laughs> <laughs> yeah cut it up excavators cut, cut the legs <laughs> yeah yeah all right we got this armored bulldozer now your job billy all you got to do is smoke this weed and just drive straight on through and the damn ass building gonna collapse all you over you got man the armor you'll be all right you're gonna be just fine it's only like 400 billion tons of fucking concrete above you yeah it's just crazy looking um the dude nick that we did the music video with yeah the week prior um filmed it with his drone Oh wow! So he's got really good like drone footage of the building collapse, and I'll try to find the link and like share it on our Instagram or something so you guys can see. You know it. that's funny because I was wondering about that. We're out there, and I didn't really see any drones because we were across the river at Legend Brewing, like hanging out there. But we got a good view of of it dropping. But I'm like, man, I wonder if you would even get in, like if no fly zone. There's a lot of electronics around there, like explosives. You would think that that would be a big no no. So maybe uh, we delete the part. Where we say who flew the drone. I don't know. I don't know if you control for that. I don't know. All right, here we go. I found it just so I can show you guys real quick. Oh, yeah. Damn, look at the roof. Even the roof collapsed. And like, look at the cloud. The cloud's crazy to me. There's like this giant smoke cloud coming at you. Yeah, everybody's on the rooftop cabana, which is really close to it. And the rewind. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Wow. That's sick. Nick, dude. Shout out, dude. Cool edit. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Hell, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll take a... I'll, I'll share that later, and we'll pop it up on the gram. Um, let's get into this phone call, dude. Um, 
Oh, talk about this box real quick. What is? The, yeah, I've seen this box lurking with some really good art on it. Sorry. Frank, Frankie, what do you think about the artwork on that? I've been meaning to, to bring this up the last couple weeks. I also forgot to bring up what episode we're on, but I think we're on 84. I don't know anymore. We'll worry about the numbers when we get to 100. <laughs> so we got a moped on a box. It's a pretty large box, and there's a drawing of a moped, and it says something, I hear y'all like nuggets. And it's a little nugget with a smiley face. <laughs> it's a real, with sauces coming it's out. It's a real saucy-looking, <laughs> slimy nugget with one arm, maybe? or that It almost could, looks like meat. It could be a phallus. So nugget porn is now actual nuggets, like chicken nuggets, riding on mopeds. In a sauce bucket. Dude, that's funny. How do you steer? And it's a hobbit. <laughs> Awful. Our buddy Jordan from Northern Virginia, who Jordan rides, Walsh, yeah, Jordan yeah. Dredd, who rides mopeds and he comes down for like scooter events and moped events here. And like you know, I wish we kind of saw him more since he is kind of so close. But he's busy. He's adulting. We've got kids and shit or whatever. Yeah. But uh, he uh, sent us a giant. Let's pull this fucker out, dude. There's two parts to it. One's, this, one's a box with the thing sticking out of it. This giant tusk case splitter. Oh, I know what that is. Yeah, I've got one of those. Yeah, so this is a giant uh, case splitter separation tool that he ended up getting an extra one of, and he donated this other one to the podcast for us to give away. Oh, sick. So well, this is going to go into... I've used mine a few times for some weird shit. It actually comes in handy. It's pretty cool. It's going to go into that episode 100 raffle we do. We're still trying to collect a lot of big key items and maybe build a motor or do a bunch of cool things maybe even make it like a actual raffle like everyone gets a ticket number or something i don't know we'll try to figure some shit out or maybe just do it like we've been doing it we could like collect some good nugget porn videos and like Ooh. include them <laughs> hard copied i still uh, not vhs i still not looked into any of these these videos there's no way no how not that interested i haven't either yet dude um but this thing is substantial <laughs> Oh, it's like, hefty. This is, this is a serious piece of metal here, Frankie. A big-ass case splitter that makes a bunch of noises. Well, I thought you guys just use a blowtorch. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm into. But, like, you know. Feel that heavy metal Real tool hand. for real jobs, I guess. What is this one? That's uh, the other part of it. Ooh, the prank. Oh, this is something I don't have. Two-piece, two, piece, two boxes. I like, that I would like to have. Can I open it? Yeah, open it. Let me find my kniffy. I know this is great radio out there, but I got a nice, <laughs> nice big red box here. It's long and lean and mean. It's this tusk crank puller. I wish somebody would pull my crank once in a while. Frankie, what do you see here on the screen? Austin Tremellen. This is our guest for tonight. Um, he did lots of cool things with mopeds. He's got a a part you can buy on Treeland, which is. I think that's like one of like the uh, unlock patches, you know, one of the achievement goals. In when no you pads. get your shit on Treatland. When you get something for sale on Treatland or Dose or something, it's like you get another uh, patch. <laughs> but the funny thing is I still have Rogue Springs in stock that I bought for Minerales that, that people are like, oh, I got to get the rig, red Rogue Springs. Yeah. Nobody fucking bought them. That's because like Minerale game fell off from Richmond super hard. Hard, dude. I was so sad. Everyone had it for a minute. Um, he is a uh, ring, ring, bang on... Moped Army, uh, he's got 4,917 posts. Oh, I think I see how this works. This is really interesting. Been a member since 2014. Um, His profile picture, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy pic. Uh, like, hospital looking. Uh, was in Bang Gang. I uh, was in the Metal Ponies. Um, yeah. We're going to give him a call, and we're going to get into this shit. 
And Thomas is loving this case splitter, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, this is the crank puller. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this thing's legit. It's keyed. It's got it's got all the right. This is actually pretty nice. I like this a lot. I might have to get one of these for myself. I might have to apply <laughs> for the raffle. You don't like the way the that I center cranks with hammers? What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> you need you need a crank puller? No, I, this is this is really the best way to do it. Like I've done, I, I do it with a rubber mallet and heat and like wooden blocks and lots of cuss words and like <laughs> copious amounts of Pabst Blue Ribbon and and jewel pods and vape pens and bullshit. Anything I can find to smoke. Yeah, that got, thing's heavy. It's nice. It's a nice tool. It's gonna suck to ship that. I'm gonna put it in a flat rate box. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. Cool. Let's make this call and let's get into some history, dude. He's okay. been around for a long time, probably as long as we have. You've reached Austin at Icon Lighting. Please leave a message, and I will return your call. Beep. Boo. Voice Wrong number. Out. He's calling back. <laughs> oh, hi, Jim. Or Ashley, why am I meeting you out in the woods? What well, the you said for this? this week's episode, we're interviewing Becca from the Buzzards. So I figured I'd come out here and get a head start. I just oh. got to figure out which one's Oh, Be- sorry. That's, that's not us. That's not us. That's the uh, second chance uh, frog <laughs> frogcast <laughs> with our bud Dude. Jim Henry. Okay, cool. And of course, Ashley. Let's make a call. I, to- I call my text my boy to tell him that I'm good. He was check checking in on me, make sure I'm straight. That's what he was trying to call. Yo, hello, Austin. What's going on? Hey, this is Jason. Yeah, this is Jason. Uh, this is Thomas, aka Biggie. I'm here with Thomas from the Rebel Rousers, and we got Frankie, our new Rebel Rouser prospect in the house, sitting in guest spot for our Ashley tonight. And that's uh, okay, awesome. That's our podcast setup for the night, bro. So what's going on, man? I'm pretty Watch. nervous. Welcome oh, to Mopeds. I know, dude. So is Frankie. <laughs> yeah, I'm Frankie's over here shivering in her boots. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a hundred percent. Definitely a hundred percent. Nothing to be nervous about. This is just us talking about mopeds. You've been around mopeds long enough to like shoot the shit at a rally. Like just a couple of bros chatting it out, <laughs> talking about like what your favorite cheeseburger is and where it comes from. <laughs> you, you guys ever get nervous at a rally? Always. Um, Definitely, yeah. I think the first couple ones I went to, because I showed up my first rallies, I didn't even have a moped. I showed up on a bicycle, just like, <laughs> just like with a fixed gear, like, yo, what's up? Who's trying to play dice? Like, <laughs> I think I get I get nervous because I get a uh, like uh, shy of like jumping into a conversation and then somebody asking me questions that I can't answer because I can't remember things, <laughs> and so I try to like limit my conversations okay. to people that I sort of already know that know them sort of dumb. And then you just fall into clicks. You can't do that. You gotta I know. It's it. really bad. It's a super, it's like the worst habit ever, yeah. but I, I still do yeah. it. It's just I don't know how to talk to people. Dude, hell yeah. So, um, when, when I, yeah. why don't you just uh, introduce yourself and tell everybody who you are? Okay. Uh, my name is Austin Tremellon, and um, a different lifetime ago, I used to make moped um, for a some, somewhat of a living, uh, a meager living, <laughs> uh, and rode mopeds all the time, my, my crew in Philadelphia, um, but that was probably about seven plus years ago, and haven't been in the scene uh, too much in the last five years did you but, ever- uh, recently moved and they're getting into moped a little bit more and especially with some extra time here with uh covid um starting to mess around again so that's just good oh yeah so part of the bang gangs you you got to ride in the old uh the hearst 
<laughs> yeah, man, we used to take the state in the back of a back of napping, napping it up in the back of our hood. Dude, the first time I met, um, met that dude, he has like some kind of crazy cat tattooed on him or something. I was like, that is the sickest fucking tattoo ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his hairless cat tattooed from like the tip to his chest, basically. Callum. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it he still around? Time. That was like the best, best time of my life. Uh, so, Callum, um, he moved from Philly to uh, Seattle. Um, and he had been in. Portland before that too, so he kind of was like from the yeah. He, he was a rad dude. I had lifestyle. a lot of fun hanging out with him when he came to Richmond a couple of times. Yeah, we had a good time. Yeah, when we would go to Richmond, it was, you couldn't beat Richmond rallies really. Like yeah. with the weather and the and the lake and, and the river and uh, and you guys. Yeah, that, uh, that's where I met him down at the river one day, like just bullshit and trying to like introduce myself. I knew nobody at mopeds basically back then. And and this like, is like early mopeding in Richmond. This is this way is like early. Hell, Satan's were still. It like, was a Satan rally. We're all down at yeah, the Pipeline yeah. Park. You know, like 2010. That was the time I took a shit on the wall, bum blasted the wall, <laughs> and then afterwards I'm like sh- shaking <laughs> Kellen's hands and like jumping the river trying to wash the butt, the mud off my butt. <laughs> it was great. I mean, if you're not bl- if you're not Kellen- butt-, butt blasting at a rally, are you doing it right? <laughs> He was no stranger to taking dumps uh, by close to water sources either. So you, you guys, he probably bonded with you over that. Yeah, it was probably, he probably actually told me how to do it. It was like he might have held my hand while I did it. I had like a nervous shaking hand, and he like came over and like helped help, help me out. You know, possibly rub, rub your back, yeah. make sure it comes out smooth. Yeah, exactly. You had up wipe, up wipe, up wipe for sure all day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Back, back to front. Dude, who downwipes, dude? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you're just trying to get your girl, you're trying to catch a UTI. Your guy, you're trying to catch that, like, dirty yeah. fucking shit balls, dude. No way. <laughs> shit First, balls. Prisoners. That's about, that's about it. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Dude, so are, are you originally from Philadelphia? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot, of, I kind of, like, bounced around between Maryland and Philly growing up. Uh, and then I went to college in Philly and then kind of just stuck around after that. And, uh, oh yeah. How'd you all find I remember, way? what was that? I remember I found Moped Army. So I got a moped because, um, in the, in the part of Philly I lived in, in Manion, um, it's like really intense deep hills, like eight, you know, like 8% grade. And, um, I bought a, just like a road bicycle that I thought I was going to get around on. And like after two weeks, I was, it was just like, it was killing me. Like I was walking, I was walking my bike uphill. <laughs> I didn't have what it took to be, to be a bicyclist. So nobody has what it takes uh, out of the gates. It's something you got to earn. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, I, I didn't have the grit or the muster to, to accomplish that. So I guess my most head was a plan B. Uh, and that's, I got. I, I drove to. Uh, I want to say New Jersey, but I think it was like North, like North uh, Eastern PA, and got a tow uh, from some mom that like was selling her her, uh, her son's like moped because he'd gone off to college, and uh, she didn't know how to start it, and I didn't know how to start it, and I bought it. I bought it, and it took me like a month. It took me a month to figure out how to like ride a perfectly working summer. Uh yeah, I like I didn't even know how to I didn't even know how to use a screwdriver. Like I had zero wrenching, like zero tools. I had no idea 
how to do kind of work on anything. Son's going to be pissed when he drops out of college, comes back home to get on his fucking liquor <laughs> cycle, and mom's fucking pawned it off for, for fucking diaper money. That's funny. What'd you, what'd you, what'd you pay for that first Tomos? Uh, it was it was like way more than I wanted to. I think it was like six hundred dollars, maybe. Damn. Um, yeah. And it was it's hard to get into, uh, you know, unless you know what you're doing and where to look. I think it's hard in that Philadelphia area to get uh, a running combo, you know, for an affordable amount of money. Uh, there's just yeah. so many people trying, you know, when the only alternative is like a three thousand dollar Vespa. Uh, or like a running moped down in that area, I feel like. Yeah, it's supply. Yeah, it's supply and demand. You got a lot more people traveling that aren't using cars. They're using bicycles or other modes of transportation, mm-hmm. and they're like always mm-hmm. looking for like the next easier thing, the next like come up and you know as far as like getting to work and back or running errands and shit. And mopeds are definitely where it's at. So like, it's kind of the same place in every big city. Look at New York. You got a lot more people there looking for easy transportation, easy parking. You know, prices go up. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that running, that run, just just being a runner is a game changer. Uh, even if it's a spark plug or something, you know, it's like six hundred bucks. For people that don't know what they're doing. I mean, still six hundred bucks for a bike that's ready to go. It's like, if it's nice and it's ready to go, that's not bad. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not too bad. So you got that first. So you got that first Tomas, and you're just of like, course. I'm saying that. It out. I'm also <laughs> saying that it's not too bad in today's prices. Yeah. So back so, then it might yeah, have a lot great. of money. Well, yeah. back then it was really weird. Back then like, I could have like bought a house. <laughs> <laughs> really like especially downtown Philadelphia, right? Yeah. I've been in some like bombed out apartments in Philly. <laughs> like still, um, for, still for sale, still for rent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, what was the, what was the original question? Oh, where I live. No, oh. no. What was your first bike, and like, how'd you get it, and what oh, you pay for oh, it, oh, and oh. like, basically, we're tra- like, oh, we're yeah. basically digging around to see, like, what you got, what got you in started into uh, doing these uh, <laughs> sick builds. And well, I remember, I got the bike back, and I realized, um, I realized one of the tires was, was flat, and uh, I was pretty bummed about it. And that's when I figured out, like, oh, motorcycle stores won't sell you a bike. I mean, I'm like a moped tire, and bicycle stores won't sell you a moped tire. And then, you know, I guess I eventually found treats and got, you know, got that kind of sorted out. Then figured out that n- nobody will change the tire for you. <laughs> That's something you got to do too. So then I'm back to treats to get the tire irons and this, this and that. And, uh, yeah, I think it took me like two months to be able to fix the flat tire. Yeah. You um, take your, your moped to the bicycle yeah. shop and they're like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> you don't belong here. And then you yeah. take your moped to the yeah. motorcycle shop and the same answer, like, bro. You don't fucking belong here. But it's even funny because the scooter shop still wouldn't take you either. No, fuck those scooters. Yeah, don't, they, not, they don't change their own tires. <laughs> so that I'm guessing that's how you kind of like that led you to the moped army. Yeah, yeah to, exactly. to the to the repair yeah. section for questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Austin's first post. Yeah. How do you change a tire yeah. on a Tomos <laughs> TXLX <laughs> Cafe Racer? I've been stacking my posts ever since to kind of like bury them as far as I can, you know? Like, so hopefully no one has like, uh, the time and energy to, to go back all 
38 already went back dude i'm i'm 10 years deep into your ma post <laughs> you're, you're lucky because none of them are repair section so it's good you don't have to worry about that <laughs> they're, all, they're all general discussion which is kind of exciting I because think, i think i spent my whole first year of lurking moped army only reading the performance in the repair section i didn't find mm -hmm. the general like forum like general discussion for like forever <laughs> I was just there for questions and to like soak shit in like a little sponge. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, what's this general discussion? I'm like, oh, it's getting live in here. Like wrong, wrong forum, fuck face. Like yeah. people are going off, dude. Yeah, I always like to repair for him and try to be helpful when I didn't know shit myself. Just like put my two cents yeah. in. I'm like, I'm clearly like, I'll get my balls busted wide open. But I didn't, you know, like I thought I knew, but I didn't. I'm going to define my first yeah. post sometimes. I think my first post... I was all nervous. I had a bunch of typos and I, I was asked a bunch of qu dumb questions. I think the first person to reply was like, did this guy even go to school? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't proofread chair. I was just like in the middle of the night, just yeah. like, uh, I don't know. I'm going to take this ghost in. Oh. He uses a speaking spell to choose a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> the duck goes quiet. And that was before, that was, like, you were actually using a keyboard then too. That was before you did Moped Army on your cell phone. Yeah, dude. Fuck. The fact that you can do it on your phone is so cool. <laughs> Just uh, the technology is available right now to do whatever you want. Yeah, we can see people who don't know shit about us talking trash that live in Richmond for no reason. <laughs> like instantly now. And then make a collective. And then together we all see it and then make a collective decision not to respond to it. You can vote on whether or not you're going to respond. Pre Facebook. Yeah, pre Facebook. Dude, so how'd you go from like the Tomos to like Bang Gang? Uh, you know, I met Callan, who you know, who had the hearse. Um, uh, I think it was one of like Philly's kind of like a little bit first organized moped army based ride. Uh, met at the art um, art museum stairs, and. Uh, it had a pretty good turnout. I think they're in medical there because they're like the first, kind of the first ride. Um, first official. You know, it's just kind of like strangers. Yeah, just like Moped Army strangers meeting up. Hell yeah. Um, like, bro, I like your man, top tank. It was a blast. Yeah. Like, I, I'm on the Tomos, but all I did was like change a tire and I'm blasting at like 50. It, I think it was, I was already kitted and had like a bi turbo, of course, because New Jersey. Yeah, and, uh, life, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm ripping it like 50 and then I have, and then there's like people that had been in most already for like five years putting around on, on like a maxi at like 30 and they've already like fixed everything and I didn't know how lucky I had it uh, on that Thomas you know I was like I don't know maybe I'll get some cool forks and they're like but it's not broken I'm like yeah I, I, I know but <laughs> you know <laughs> I get chrome you ones know. like why why fix what's not broken because, <laughs> yeah. because I can yeah Art school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, is, that is a luxury, though, when you're riding with people and, like, you're like, oh, my bike sucks. What a piece of shit. But then you, you go on the ride and you start, like, clipping people off and be like, I guess I'm not as bad as that one. <laughs> then you, you're riding along and you ride by the guy with a wobbling wheel. I'm like, fuck, man, I guess I got one, one more up on the crew. That's like, uh, like, I guess that's a good uh, thing about rallies that I never really, like, took for, like, like, I, I took it for granted, you know? And they're like, you show up and you're just like, no matter what, your bike's doing as long as it's doing better than the next guy you're gonna feel good about yourself yeah. <laughs> it's, it's always like a positive way to think about things 
It's like, I wasn't the dead last bike and I wasn't the first one to break down. That's all that matters. But I, I hate when you see a bike and you're like, wow, that thing, like I saw a bike of um, one of the girls in Bang Gang. She, she was like a rally and like, one of her um, intake crews like disappeared on a ride and she like shoved a stick in it. <laughs> she shoved a stick in the, in the E50 intake bolt hole and she rode the whole rally. That's like sick. Quasi normal. And <laughs> something like something like on my bike, like one of the spokes was isn't like tensioned correctly and I can't make it through the rally. You know, like something like something little. <laughs> like she's got a stick hole in her stuff together and it's like I've no seen problem. Jason do that. Jason's like fucking yeah. motor mounts are broken. He's like ripping his belt off, like strapping his engine to his bike <laughs> with the belt. He's like, fuck it. Whatever it takes, bro. It's still running. Let's that's go. Like, that's like that straight MacGyver mod, you know? You just like pull over on the side of the road. What is it going to take to get this thing where I need to be? We did it today with Brad's bike. Brad's exhaust <laughs> fell off for like the third or fifth time or whatever it is. You know, like pull it over the side of the road. He's like, yeah, but my tank was falling off earlier. So I got like, <laughs> oh, you still got my damn strap. So, yeah, so he's got he's your got strap on there, right? Bungee cords. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, so it's Frankie's bungees. Frankie's bungees and my strap. Yeah, so it's Last Frankie's week. bungees and Jason's strap. But he's got like two or three of Frankie's bungees yeah. on there. So we're like rob- robbing bungees that hold the gas tank on to like now hold the exhaust on the bike. Like tighten the bolts. He's like snugging up the exhaust bolts. I'm like, I don't think that's the problem, bud. You're, you're, the, the bolt that holds everything together on the back is gone. He's like, oh. Dude, that's kind of like the, one of the best loves about mopeds is too. It's like, they're not that serious. It's like, oh, you got some motorcycle, some giant machine. You're like, everything's got to be perfect. It's like, on moped, it's like, half of them are cobbled together by people who don't really know what they're doing. And then when some they little shit. They don't need shit, to. Yeah. You don't need to. Like, when some little shit goes wrong, you just kind of like, make it happen to get it back on the road. Yeah, I've seen people fix things different. It's like, what do you got in your pockets? You know, actually yeah. like. Scabbing oh, yeah. some tape from somebody yeah. the other day to like tape her wire back together somehow to make it back to the garage, you know. I once used two sticks as a as a wrench. You know, I I, <laughs> <laughs> I needed to tighten something, I didn't have the tool and I just it was a spark plug. I had to like change the spark plug and I used the wrench like two sticks to reach in there to like to like <laughs> to turn it. Yeah. So not that I'm always <laughs> gonna have an opportunity opportunity to do this, but Ashley, you know, is not necessarily known for like fixing her bike because if it still runs, she's not gonna fuck with it. So like today, it rode like shit. You know, we're out riding around the city checking it out. Go down like almost near the bottom, like you know, kind of where the magic was happening last night. And our bike starts acting up. I give her a new plug. She throws it in, gets it fired up for like half a block, and it dies again. She's like, "Fuck it, you guys just go on." I'll walk back. I'm like, all right, fuck it. See you later. You know? So I keep riding and I've got uh, Jessica with me. We go riding around and get back to the shop and she eventually gets picked up by Brad somehow. I think they, they communicated and like she got a ride from him. Get back and like we check everything. All the bolts are tight. Everything looks good. Timing looks good. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. It might be just time for a rebuild. Let me, let me check it out. Like we tighten everything up, you know, put some new, you know, tighten everything. I need a guess. I need a guess. Loose wire? No. Damn it. Pulled it out of the garage. I rode it down the hill, like from our alley. It's got like a little sloped hill, so you can like kind of get it going and just hop on it and pull the lever and fire it up. Fired right up and went into the next alley, heading over to Carey Street, and it died. I'm like, oh, man, what the fuck, man? I pulled the gas line off, no gas. Looked in the tank, no gas. Shook it, not even like enough to like, not even enough to wiggle. So I like 
I lifted and before we left, she's like, Oh, I got all the gas. And so like I lifted the bike up in like wheelie position to like cause it's a Yeah, yeah the fill the car back up. Yeah, like the fill the car back, maybe get that little bit that splashed over to the other side of the tank where the petcock is yeah. not. You yeah, know, yeah. like I did that, we, like wiggled it. Not it fucking like dust came out of the fuel line. I was like, How the fuck did you make it so far on dust, man? You gotta be shitting me. So I, I brought the bike back, I was like, I figured out your problem. What is it? It's like you're out of gas, motherfucker! <laughs> you can't ride anywhere with no gas in your bike to yeah. say the hybrid. <laughs> That's the best diagnosis, dude. I've definitely been been that person where like you're running so low on gas that every time I get to a stoplight, I'd be just standing up, holding yeah. my bike in the air. <laughs> flicking the gas line. Yeah. Just like flicking like a booger, like bam, just, like, bam, bam. Fill that float bowl for another for another couple blocks. <laughs> yeah. You, well, you, what your hope is like it runs for a second to get to the top of the hill before it cuts off. So you can coast down and yeah, like you're just trying to you're just trying to make it to the gas station. That point. a little less walking, dude. She fucking huffed it. I, of course, I huffed it too. Like I had to push weekend, dude. Speaking of Philly, I remember we went to one of those Legion rallies and we're doing the long <laughs> ride back from Delaware. Oh yeah, and whoa, and my whoa. buddy Josh broke down and he ran in a gas on the side of the road because he just had like a free spirit tank or something small. And I, uh, my bike was running. The gas scavenging. I unpull. I unplugged my gas line, pulled the tank off of my bike because I had like a general tank, like a top, the top tank. Oh, just like yanked the seat yeah. up a little bit. I yanked the seat and I pulled the tank off, poured gas into his bike, and like this is my bike still running off the float bowl. Put my gas, <laughs> tank, put my gas tank back on, plug the fuel line back on, and we got back in the ride. We never even lost the ride. Damn. <laughs> Lucky. Well, the fucked up thing is, I had spare gas on my bike. Oh, if she, so if you would have stopped with her, y'all could have figured out uh, down the hill. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but she swerved it down. She had all the gas she needed, man. And I, I like, brought spare gas <laughs> with me in my little, like, uh, MSR tank or whatever the hell it's, uh, you know, like those little gas bottle things. Yeah, that's fucking mopeds, dude. Dummy. <laughs> Hope you listen to this. Dummy. That's funny. She's no, not going to listen. <laughs> we all know that. Dude. Okay, sorry. We go. We always go. That's part of the podcast, dude. We go on tangents. We never know what we're going to talk about, and that's kind of the fun of it, man. Like, if I didn't talk about it, I'd forget about it. So I had to like go for yeah. it. Put it out there. I don't even know what we're talking. We're talking about well, Bang Gang and fucking. <laughs> I'm trying to go to Philly next what weekend. Would have, yeah. What would Ashley say if she was, if she was here right now? Oh wait, I got this. Thomas, none of you. I have to keep a recording of Ashley just in case she's not here. Oh, she wouldn't. No, I'd, I'd be a scary little bitch and wouldn't say anything. It wouldn't. This conversation wouldn't happen. Are you kidding me? She'd be sitting in the corner, giving the fucking stink eye. Dude. Yeah. Just, I'd be hiding over here, just like hmm, Philly's nice this time of year, isn't it? He knows she'll never listen, so we're good. Hey, no, that's not true. I will say it. I don't really care. Nobody snitch on Thomas. Oh, snitch on me. Like, put it on there. Screenshot it. I don't give a fuck. So, fucking, you guys are in Philly. You finally got the homos. You're, the you're homos? The homos. You're, you're ripping dicks faster yeah. than all the uh, all the, the Vespas and fucking Maxis that are kicking around Philly. And yep. I feel like it's kind of magical to get that first, like, group ride together when it's, like, 15 people. 15 people is a good amount of people. When they're For, all strangers, too? Yeah, when you're on a group ride with strangers. That's tight. 15 people yeah. are good number. And this is like Craigslist, yep. like, posting an ad up or, like, making your own flyers type of days. 
Was it? No, you said it was all arranged. It was all arranged on Moped Army, or was it like a? It was Moped Army, yeah, but not like no Facebook or anything like that. Like yeah, pre. And uh, I think it was like a lot of, a lot of word of mouth too. And we were like catching kids, like we were uh, like a rat, like a rat king. We were picking up kids on the way. Like <laughs> this one dude was, he was like just had some groceries on his Magnum, and we were like we like saw him no. and he was like pulling into his apartment. And we're like, no, come on, come on. We we're like waving him. He's like, no, I got ice cream and. I got ice cream in the bag. They were like, dude, fuck your ice cream. Let's go. And he jumped on for <laughs> a few miles. We all like but... ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's tight. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was probably like one of the best rides like ever, ever had in, in uh, Philly probably. Cause it's like so natural. It's so spontaneous too, in a lot of ways. And you know, it's all brand new. And did you guys see them like yep. growing that into like a weekly ride or like something like where it kind of was repetitive? Yeah, we definitely started to do that pretty, uh, you know, through the summer, pretty, at least, like, bi, um, you know, bi-monthly. Um, and then that's kind of how gang thing happened with Kellen and uh, Matt, who is in Black Black now. Uh, I haven't seen Matt in a while, dude. Like, uh, I think... Cause I remember he, they did the pinball with Grosso and they came through Hello. and uh, uh-huh. he went down to New Orleans and I, Oh, New Orleans. He fell, yeah, he, up. he fell in that fucking New Orleans, fucking wonderland <laughs> hole, dude. Never, yeah. n- never, never land down there. Maybe he's like stuck in a pothole somewhere. Him and his bike are just like trying to climb out, <laughs> clawing at the walls. Like, Oh my God, help. <laughs> he found, I know he, I know he went out and visited Callen. Um, but I think that would have been like three years ago. Uh, Seattle, so I'm, I don't know. I don't know if he's been in contact since then. We got we got the weird people. Um, Blacklight's always got like at least a handful of people that are just like off the grid, you know. Yeah, they pop yeah, up every on a train somewhere or something. Are, are there any yeah, clubs exactly. that don't have that though? Like everybody's got a few. They're like off the grid members that, like, do they really exist? <laughs> are they at Bonnaroo right now? <laughs> Fucking bass nectar, baby. Yeah, bass nectar, baby. It's like <laughs> world fishing champion of the world. Like how, many, how many bass do you catch out there? So how'd you go from like being like a pretty much a noob with a Tomos who just found this magical group of strangers that you're riding with to like becoming to making lamps. <laughs> that's too far of a jump. Yeah, that's that's too far. Oh, damn it. <laughs> the segue was too harsh. Too, 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 too far. Too far. <laughs> I think you just fell off the cliff. <laughs> but like, that's yeah. going to be like episode three. Dude, where's the crickets, man? Or the car crash? Come I got on. you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I need access to this board. <laughs> Dude. But yeah, how'd you go from that to like being knowledgeable and building bikes and like custom builds and master of the internet <laughs> I, I i'd like to rephrase Dude. that question a little bit but like so sure. you you, yeah. <laughs> you you rode mopeds but you came from like riding bicycles did you have any mechanical knowledge whatsoever like a dad that showed you how to like fix a lawnmower or Dude, anything before you he, got into he it he said he hadn't even turned no. a screwdriver never before. turned a screwdriver or nothing but i just want to clarify no. nope. with my own question because i like to be heard yeah <laughs> well i hear it. i hear you hear it all uh, hear it all and, yeah <laughs> Yeah, because no, no, go. Yeah, no coming from skill, bicycles, man. a lot of people don't know how to work on anything motorized, you know. And I still don't have much skill. Like I'm like one of those guys, <laughs> like like you, like you don't if you don't do it every day, 
it's gone, you know, like if you don't use it, you lose it. And so even now, like when I hop on and I don't know what's like, that's like when I fell off of mopeds for a few years, it, even the stuff in my own garage, like I had no idea what, what idle jet was in there or what idle jet should be in there. And, you know, it just got so overwhelming. I was like, or what timing this bike has. And, you know, I was like, man, I can't get back into this. Yeah. It's too, it's like, uh, I gained a hundred pounds and now I'm all of a sudden I'm supposed to like run a marathon. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. It's like a daunting so, Yeah. The shed just stayed, stayed shut for a long time. And just, yeah, it was just too overwhelming to kind of like think about getting, yeah, getting, getting back frame. into that. How many, how many bikes did you still have in there at the time? <laughs> Um, well, I moved, I moved from Pennsylvania to New Mexico, um, about five months ago. And so I ended up unloading a lot of stuff that didn't really have super like emotional value to me. Um, but I have three bikes right now. I have a Gorelli, um, that I'm working on putting a lot of time and effort into. And it's actually, it's, a the, uh, uh, SSXL that, uh, I actually won. I won at the God Kate Head uh, New York rally um, from their uh, raffle. I'm playing a good raffle bike. Dude, I'm stoked to get my... You, yep. I don't know if you listen to the podcast a lot, but I occasionally per, potentially constantly bitch about the gorilla that got away from me. My little mini gorilla from Philly. <laughs> I'm, finally, I'm finally getting it back. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. where is it now it's still in philly no it's coming from across the, the country like the guy's making a road trip to philly this week and gonna be in philly this weekend hanging out with legion boys gonna drop it up there so i'm gonna drive up and take some mopeds up <laughs> north that i gotta drop off anyway and pick up uh my vespa that i just bought and my gorilla i got back which is exciting it's the it's the Gorelli uh, Katia or Kataya or something. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's like the little, bitty, uh, yeah, 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 the little tiny yep. kickstart two speed like mini bike. Perfect. Yeah, I'm so excited to get it back. I can't wait. Mini bike year. Yeah, year of the mini bike back. <laughs> yeah, it's always potentially the year been- of something in mopeds, dude. Richmond's year of the holler <laughs> right now. Fuck. What, what was like? Uh, I know when you were like fucking really popping. You were like uh, definitely in the year of the cafe racer for a time. Me, Austin. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, everyone's uh, building the cafe bike, dude. Well, that's what sells yep, too. I mean, yep. People love them. They're they're great looking bikes, you know. Yeah. I mean, what are you getting? Yeah, from and, bikes? I, and when I was when I was making bikes, um, you know, I kind of I got to choose what I wanted to do, but people would come to me and be like, "Hey, this is what I want." So, like, I used to get a lot of shit on my forums because I would do I would make a decision about something, and it's like, well, when somebody pays me to make a bike. Uh, I'm going to do what they want. You know, like, I'm not going to tell them that they're wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah the they, customers right. know what they want. Yeah. I, I, I'd always give my two cents, you know, like, oh, this is, you know, this is what makes sense. Or you, you might think you want this, but this is the way it actually is when, you know, when you're using it and then they can decide from there. But, uh, it was always, you know, yeah, it wasn't a, always my build. Even though I was making it, it wasn't always my decision. So what was going yeah, it's on. a so fine it's line. Down. Like even though you know what might be best for it, in the end, it's like this is what they want, and like you got to make it happen. Otherwise, they might not cut the check. So yeah, yeah. And who are you to and say it's, it's, it's really easy? 
Yeah, it's a stressful way to build a bike for sure. Like, I'm going to deposit, and now you're on the hook to do all this work. Yeah. And you're hoping that they like it. And you know, in the back of your head, that like nobody is really prepared to own a performance moped. Like, oh, no. Not out the gates. No matter how new or perfect everything is, it's going to take it to one part of it's going to be a shit. Like, Pretty soon. The other, th- the other thing is like, so. it's like, it, all right. So it's my the way I would build it, my style, and what I think is cool. I mean, who am I to push that on you? Like you, you know, like the customer is going to have their own style and what they think it ought to look mm-hmm. like. You know, and like it's it's an artistic, it's their art- artistic expression being built by you. You know, it's like, right, right, right. I also get like where you're going with like the performance thing. It's like a lot of people come to the mopeds with no skill or no knowledge and riding a stock moped, awesome. Great. And it's going to do what it does. And you might not really break anything. Maybe foul plug. I'd almost say it's magical. Yeah, it's tight. It's where it's yeah. at. But yeah. then if you're new to mics and you want to come into this, it's kind of hard because of the time we're in right now. Everyone's got a fast bike. Like there uh, are I've got a really, yeah, no yeah. one's really riding stock bikes. And if, even if you give them a stock bike and they go on a group ride with all your friends and everyone's ripping dicks at least 45, <laughs> then, yeah. then they're like, yeah. they're instantly just like, oh man, I, I need to be faster. I need to have this. I need to have that. So then you build them up the bike to be what they want. And they're and like, they, it broke down. Yeah. They're constantly dealing with brakes or constantly dealing with the struggle. It's and not like, as fast as it was last week. Yeah. And it's like, you can, <laughs> there's a couple ways you can go from when you hit that point, you can throw more money at it to buy more fancy parts that you don't really know much about. Or you can like, Oh, I did it this learn week. to just fix what you got. And I don't know. It's, it's just a tricky slippery slope of like performance and fast and yeah. Austin, listen, <laughs> struggles. I, had, I, I got this guy bought a Tomo. Yeah. Like, Austin, listen, <laughs> I picked this thing up, got a good deal on it, sold it, kit pipe car doing like about 50 miles an hour. He blows it up. He's like, yo, I really need your help. Come look at it. I pull it apart. Give him like a basic diagnostics on it. Like, hey, you chip the piston. That part is missing that's gone from the piston somewhere in the motor. I would really recommend rebuilding it so we can find that part because I don't see it. So we should at least like split the cases to look into it. This is the cost. He's like, all right, cool. I'm making a treats order, having it shipped to your house. I got an HPI, a new kit, a new intake, a new car. A hammer, a, a jammer clutch in there, and all this other shit. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You just bought another moped. <laughs> because he, he was asking about performance tuning, so I like I built a screenshot of like what it's going to cost just for the parts of performance tuning, and the fucker ordered five hundred and fifty dollars, five dollars of the parts, and shipped them to my goddamn house. But I sent, I, I sent him a message. I was like, I'm going to get it running. You can, you can, you need to like, you need to deal with the rest. That's it. I'm not. I'm not fucking with all this shit. You know, like right. I'm gonna get your bike back to running condition so that you need to learn how to work on your own fucking moped because I don't have time for it. It's a struggle. Yeah. It's a struggle, like to donate yeah. that time. Like, like you said, with, a, even with the deposit thing, I have I mean, two yeah. bikes that I have deposits on right now, and I work so much, and I'm trying to find the time to like fix them and build them and like performance tuning. How fucking long does that take, yeah. Austin? <laughs> Forever, like, forever. Yeah, you can definitely tune a time bike. Worth. You can tune a bike forever, yeah. forever. Like, it never yeah. stops. I feel, like, I feel like everyone who's yeah. like fallen down the hole of mopeds, where you're at the point of obsession, like a lot of us are. Yeah. You yeah. will be tuning your your main bike that you ride all the time that you're always fucking with. You're gonna be tuning it 
for the life of perpetually. Having a bike. Yeah, the, the other guy was like, <laughs> yeah. I, "I want a new ignition that has sixty watt lights." I'm like, "Bitch, you're just reading shit off treats. You don't even know what the fuck you're talking about." <laughs> like that doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> I want that sixty watt ignition. Come fuck yourself. <laughs> what is that gonna do? You put a 60-watt ignition on your fucking stock bike, guess what? You're, you might pick up five miles an hour, dude. It's not going to fucking set the world on fire, bro. Mopeds are, mopeds are, are tricky, dude. Fuck, man. What, so what got, you, like, no what got yeah. you like into like the obsession phase? How did you go from just being the guy with the Tomos to like riding with some strangers to obsessed and really, like, really down the hole? I think he just called you obsessed. Yeah. Well, I think that's what, I mean, if, you, if you're on Moped Army, like, if you're one of the people that have been there, like, five plus years, right, you're upset, and um, that's the way it is, but I, I don't know what it is. It has to do a lot of things, like, it's, like, one, it's, like, somewhat affordable to way to upset on things, like, you can just keep buying stuff on treats, and that kind of makes you feel good, and you, all you do is buy, like, a couple, you know, like, a couple jets, and, like, icon pet or something and then you have that time where you're like waiting for it to arrive in the mail and that feels good and then you get it and that feels good so it has like oh, these yeah. little that's these, like, like little rewarding things i love the <laughs> mail call dude i can't yeah. wait i track yeah. the package like i'll leave work <laughs> early to see if it's there yeah yeah, it's yeah. Like a, that little like that yeah. little fix dude it's like a little another little bump on oh bump. yeah that's, that's totally my bump <laughs> i, I fucking ordered a mattress pad the other day just for that bump <laughs> It's so bad. Got a, got a package. Shit, dude. Oh, feels good. Oh. Shit. So it feels good. Yeah, it feels good. Like, building moped feels good in that sense. And then it feels good to, like, fix something. Uh, right? That feels good. And then to so make good. something feels good. So it has, like, a lot of these little, like, rewarding things. But at the same time, there's just as many things that make you feel like shit. Like, when you open the box and, like, you ordered the wrong jet set and you waited a week and... Abusive. Or whatever. Like, there's a lot of... Yeah, there's a lot of places where things can go wrong. Or you order a fourteen hundred dollar uh, motor that doesn't fit on anything you own. <laughs> that was your fault. What is that? <laughs> My fucking Simonini when I ordered it like ten years ago. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I don't know how this even works. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I knew enough about mopeds, but apparently drunk ordering shit at the bar is we not. Got, we, got, we got more money than brains. <laughs> yeah, we got more money than brains. You said it exactly. <laughs> Fucking dead nuts. I mean, it's, I definitely, I definitely feel you on the uh, on the feel good, dude. The feel goods, the feel good of mopeds, like I feel outweighs like the bad, especially if you work on your own bike. Like besides just ordering parts and like having your bike work and then it not working and not knowing what to do, like having your bike work and then not work and then fixing that thing. It's excessive. And then success, the victory, the win, the getting the fucking W. The big W feels fucking <laughs> sick. And there's something about like that instant gratification too. It's like, yeah, like it, like you get the reward, like I fix it right now and it works. I can ride it. Like, I, I like yeah, this. Yeah. Like, like I, do you have a motorcycle at all? Not now. No, I, I had a RD, um, three fifty for a bit, but yeah, but that's, that's uh, very moped esque. Cause it's a pretty, pretty small yeah. niche little bike, you know, but like for me, I like yeah. ride motors around and then, I get to the shop, I'm like, I'm going to ride the DRZ today. Then I look around, I'm like, dude, it's going to be way more convenient to dip around town and like cut in and out of alleys and sidewalks and shit on a moped. I love the, I love yep. the fucking convenience of it, man. In a small town, just like yeah. incognito, cut the lights yep. off, 
kill the engine, pedal around a little bit, hit a sidewalk. Nobody can fuck with you, you know. And I feel more free, I feel more free on my moped than I do on my motorcycle. Way more free. I like, can run lights easier. Oh, I can do sketchy. <laughs> yeah, I can do the sketchy stuff that I would probably get in trouble for on a, on a car or in a motorcycle. I can pop on a sidewalk. I can pop in a field of grass. Stand still of, wheelies at stoplights. You, know, you can do all sorts of dumb stuff that no <laughs> I, one's going to really fuck with you on because you're on some toy. Yeah, I popped on my uh, on the sidewalk on my motorcycle on Friday. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, we were fucking ripping around in like, the street riots, and poor Justin was having a shit fit. You're going to fucking get arrested, like yelling in the field. Because there were like, the Bluetooth and shit, like screaming and hollering. But like... It was kind of my fault. Like, I led everybody astray. Like, I was like, fuck it. I'm going for it. You know, like, I'm going to go down the wrong way. Why can't jump on the I go sidewalk. for it, too? No, I'm cool with it. As long as you're cool with it, it's your bike. It's your fucking whatever. You know, you do what you want. If you don't feel good about it, you you, you go the correct way. You know, don't follow me. But fucking she went for it. It was great, dude. We were ripping all over town doing illegal shit. But, but the cops were really occupied this yeah. weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They had bigger fish to fry. Fuck frying fish, dude. So to speak. <laughs> they had other fires to put out, literally. Yeah. But yeah, man. Um, so you get the come up, you're getting the joy of fucking moped fixing. <laughs> uh, when did you build like your first bike that became like when when it turned to like you're doing rogue bills and like now you're like Yeah, a how did it go from knob moped like to uh with just to like support the habit, like, you know, you you spend some money and spend your time on a bike and you get it running and then you get your you get your like your eye on something else and I had to I had to sell the bike that I was that I had to fund the next thing. So uh it wasn't like super purposeful in the beginning. It was just a way to support that the habit. God it's like it's like talking about drugs. It's like this sort of little just sounds yeah, like we're talking yeah. about like you're getting these you're getting these high moments. First from, like, you get the itch Oh yeah. Then you get like, oh, I fixed this. Oh, I got this part coming, and you're and you're scratching the itch. And then you go buy a few things, and you get burned on those purchases here and there. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta come back up. I gotta come back up. And I, I get you on the, <laughs> on the like using the moped selling to support the habit. Like, I think that's yep. the only reason I fix bikes. Yeah, for me, it's like it got, to, <laughs> yeah. it, it got to be, it got to a point where I was spending so much of my own money on mopeds mopeds aren't expensive mopeds are a cheap hobby if you make them a cheap hobby if you don't have more than 10 yeah yeah if you don't have a shit ton (laughs) of bikes they're not a bunch of different models and you're not trying to make them all fucking rip with the fucking gods (laughs) non-varied nine varied mopeds yeah deep rabbit holes of fucking french bikes and dumb shit like mopeds can be cheap they can be affordable they're better than cars they're better than motorcycle parts you know, in a in a lot of ways, because you can you can get support to fuck with them. Yeah, and the, the and the thing is, it's like I was spending so much of my own money buying. Oh, I'm gonna buy a three hundred dollar ignition. Oh, I'm gonna buy a two hundred fifty dollar pipe. Oh, I'm gonna buy a two hundred fifty dollar kit. And I'm doing this over and over and over and over for all these different bikes. And it got to be a point where I was, man, I really sat back and tried to look at it. And I didn't even want to think about it. Yeah, it's unjustifiable. Like, it's like, like, oh, I didn't put oil. I didn't like change the oil in my car because like Treatland, Dose, all these yeah, people yeah. have the best fucking business model ever because they're selling all these expensive parts to fucking knobs who are gonna break them and then buy more <laughs> right away. Yeah. Like they Instantly. are the fucking plug. They are the fucking drug dealer fucking keeping us fucking fed. Yeah. And which is cool. I love them for it. 
but it was like so bad that i was like spending so much money i was like all right listen like does that make us pushers yeah i have a skill i can like fix these bikes so i started fixing other people's bikes and i was like all right cool i'm gonna keep all my hobby money in the hobby like if i've spent it already in this hobby of mopeds there's thousands of dollars me and thomas refer to it all the time as the uh moped savings account yeah i have thousands of dollars in the moped yeah. savings account i can sell a bike i can fix someone else's bike i can do this and that and then use the profit like you know oh they paid me 300 bucks to do this and it cost me 100 dollars worth of parts cool pay for those parts and then i got 200 dollars that i can spend on my own moped and not feel guilty about it sometimes i don't make any money on it sometimes i'm just like all right, I got out of the bike, but I didn't lose money, so I'm happy. And, that, yeah. and I didn't spend that money on gear <laughs> yeah. or bad haircuts or, like, some really ugly yeah. red shoes or whatever the fuck I was going to buy that week. You do got some pretty ugly red shit. Dude, I like red shit. fucking I, red pants. Get out of here. I like, the red pants are legit, but they're too fucking small. I got to get a bigger size, man. Like, they're fucking hideous. And I fucked up my red shoes. They're all gone. <laughs> Thomas the guy shows up in a whole red suit. Everything's red. Dude, it's so legit. It's ugly as fuck, but I love it. You remind me of, you remind me of my uncles wearing like fucking full red colored silks with fucking matching gators yeah, and hats. I'm and trying shit. to look like a fucking Coca-Cola can going down the street. Fucking black cookout, dude. What if is I'm this? doing wheelies in the pack, they know it's me. They're like, oh, it's the guy. It's that dumbass in the red pants. Clearly it stands out. I went to the seafood store the other day. This dude got out of this fucking truck wearing fucking green silk shirt, green silk pants, green gators i'm like god damn yeah a feathered we are, hat we are in the country right now this is a cookout like i don't know what's going on he's a green fan man i like the. i like it it might be my daddy I'm gonna go, daddy daddy i miss you i'm gonna, I'm gonna sneak dude, i'm gonna sneak in and take pictures of my dad's closet so i can see what's really popping yeah. Is he he's like holding on to some good shit? Uh, my dad's got all that shit. My my dad's like fix his like happy place. His plug is like the suit shop, dude. He's got <laughs> like <laughs> your dad is actually a really snappy dresser. He's got, yes, yeah. the barbecue. He's got yeah, all he these is. fucking suits that are like matching colored way like all these all the silk throws. You know, he's got like all the shit matching shoes for everything. Every his suit closet. has a tie and a pair of socks. Yes, tie socks cufflinks. Like full get up, dude. Like he drops it. And what happened to you? All your mopeds are mismatched. Whatever, dude. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, Holy man. shit! Fucking mopeds, bro. <laughs> it, it really is. They're like a. It's, it's such a love, man. For me, like like the addiction, the fucking the buy sell, the getting the parts in the mail, the fixing something and redeeming yourself when you're totally fucking out of your wheelhouse and stumped. And you're grinding on it. And you're like, man, it's so dumb. And then you, you realize <laughs> you were just out of gas. Satisfying. Satisfying. Just put in the gas. In the and it's satisfying not to know, to know somebody's not broken. It's satisfying <laughs> also to see other people fuck up. Ooh. That's like a... Yeah, what, what? Go for it. When it's your own, pro- like, why does it feel good when, when you fucked up and broke something and then you fixed it and now all of a sudden you feel good, but you're just fixing the problem that you had that you created, you know, yeah. but it still feels good. Yeah. It also feels like good. Like punching yourself in the stomach and then taking like, <laughs> and then like drinking some like ginger tea and you're like, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yes. For me, it's eating pizza when I know I'm going to get fucking heartburn and then I like eat, the, eat, the, <laughs> eat my leftover Zantac yeah. that I'm hoarding away and then I feel better. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. But I did it to myself. Let, let me get the let me get the pepperonis and the jalapenos, please. Yeah, dude, I wish I still had some of the good stuff squirreled away, dude. Zantac, I totally do. R.I.P., dude. I totally do. 
This fucking knockoff Wait, store. The stuff, the stuff that's like killing people. Oh yeah, yeah that cancer you gave anybody. Like that shit worked. I, <laughs> yeah. I still have some. I'm still using it occasionally. I, I've been <laughs> saving it lightly, but now I'm on that new shit where you got to take it. But the instructions are like, don't take it more than 14 days, but you have to take it every day for it to work. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But don't take it more than 14 days unless it's prescribed by blah, 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 blah. So like now I'm like reading that and going, yeah, but I get heartburn all the time. So what I've been doing is taking it. I just started again because I ran out of it. I'll take it for the four days straight and then I'll start switching to every other and then every third. Um, can I get your stuff when you die? I don't care. <laughs> I'll be dead. It doesn't matter. I've literally already signed, I've already signed my titles. In case something happens, I told, I told Ashley, it's like, sell it for whatever you can get for it. If you want to give the Trans Am away, that's fine. I don't give a shit. But everything else, sell it and get as much money as you can for whatever you can. Even if it's peanuts. Get it. And then get a real that's handsome boyfriend. Get rid of the... Yeah. You got rid of the loser, man. Go go on. Have some fun. Make sure they're not in the mopeds. Yeah. <laughs> Find a guy with a day job. Because if, they, if they're in the mopeds, they're kind of like a heroin addict. Yeah. Real hard. <laughs> yeah. So you're fixing bikes and... Fuck his bikes. Nah, I want to know about like... So it's like, we got the... What's your favorite fucking moped rally food? That's not pizza. Oh boy! Oh boy! I feel like I had some strip spaghetti somewhere. I don't remember uh, where, but it was like it, it was like a big bowl of spaghetti. It definitely wasn't Philadelphia. Yeah. No, because it's still breathing. <laughs> I heard about the the, yeah. the, Asian, uh, the mishap. Yeah, the food fiasco. Yeah, this is after you got <laughs> out, dude. Yeah, you, yeah. you won. I actually never, I never made to Elysian Rally, even though I was still in, in the area, but I just because I never had, like, a bike running well enough or, uh, you know, like, most of my guys had moved away, and I was, hadn't been in touch with Legion for a while, so I never went, but I heard, uh, I heard some things. Legion, yeah. Legion is definitely part of the best boys club, for sure. Yeah. And their goal is try to kill everyone at the rally every year by some, <laughs> some, some way or somehow. They're dynamiting dams, fucking lacing spaghetti. <laughs> What's next? They're gonna ruin tacos for me. I bet the hot boy ride where you lose half the pack in the first two miles. Oh, didn't they get like a bunch of people arrested one year? Some people got their bikes like oh yeah, jacked. bikes, bikes impounded. Yeah, bikes you, impounded one year. You take everyone through Delaware with no tags. Yeah, apparently there's, there's a cop amongst the Legion crew. Oh, speaking of Legion, guess who's back in Legion? Uh, Rock L, Rachel. Oh, word? Yeah, she's. I was texting. Oh, I've been no text, yeah, I've been texting with her this week, man. So I'm excited to hear from Rachel. Yeah, so Legion right. boys and girls and Rachel, we love you so much. That's cool. Like I haven't seen her in a long time, and it's cool because like Legion, she used to come down with Legion OG, when they just come to Richmond just to ride with us. Yeah, like, OG Lady Rancher went hard, worked on her own shit. I love Rachel. She's so much fun. So I'm excited to hear from her and see her back in the mix again in the Philly documentary. If you haven't seen it, <laughs> yeah, Rachel, Rachel's awesome, dude. Um, I remember. Like, oh. I said I remember like I feel a, like without, without Rachel, those guys like those guys like would have too good. I think like, they would have crumbled a long yeah, time like, ago. But like with yeah, like with Rachel, like things like were on schedule, you know, and then <laughs> and then without like not good, not good. <laughs> no, I I think that her presence wouldn't make that much of a difference in like the later bit, but like in the beginning, it was a huge thing to keep it like solid yeah, and going yeah. and like set some ground rules and like keep keep people pumped. And she was a big part of it, so I'm stoked to see her back. Yeah, I loved her. She was tight. 
I'm glad she's back. Dude, Southern Comfort 3 was my first <laughs> out-of-town moped rally. And that was the first time I saw you or one of your bikes in real life, I think. Were you mesmerized? Oh, I dude, I was. You had like the Oracle or whatever the fuck, Bloodlust or something with you. And I was like, yeah, this is this is the fucking the bike from the internet. You know those moments when like you've only, <laughs> you've only seen a bike on the internet? Like, oh, this is the guy that's on fucking Pinterest. Which one is the which one is the, like the Bloodlust? Is that one of those like uh bikes that had the Tomos motor grafted to it that was making people like butthurt and amazed at the same time? Oh, that one, yeah. This one's the Bloodlust. The uh... Cuz that that was some of the bikes that got me at that rally where the Tomos like welded to anything like, oh, we just needed a reliable power plant so we just welded it. I'm like, I never heard of that. Wow. How did you weld a Tomos to it? That was like the White Line Riders, the White Line Rider special, dude. Put a Tomos with a Polini kit on anything. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. It was good though. They did. They had some fucking rad ones out there. Like the first time I saw a Tomos with a, uh, uh, what the hell is that kit? I had the Gila kit was out there. That shit was. I was like, wow, that's awesome. That's unobtainium for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough skill with the Dremel yet. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. I'm like, how did you get it to fit? <laughs> What kind of wiz- what kind of wizardry are you into? Like we say, we say skill, but we're definitely not machinists. This is just like us, like chopping at shit with fucking stones, dude. Yeah, I got, I got a chisel. Basically. Yeah. We're fucking cavemen out here, dude. Like I want to like just like like have some machine shop, fucking real deal, dude. Like like come look at all the stuff we do. And just gonna, yeah. <laughs> like I remember my my, my fiance's dad is a. Uh, is a high up engineer for fucking smuckers. He's like the dude, like helping them plan their new, uh, encrustable plant they're making in Colorado. And they just won some like engineer engineering of the year award. And like, I remember the time Aaron's like, Oh, Come on, let's have your dad come to your garage and check out your mopeds. Come on, come on, come on. I'm in a one car garage. Packed full of 20 broken mopeds. A welder with no wires to the end of it to plug Sh- it in. Shit everywhere. <laughs> like, you know, your your magic bucket full of hardware and random nuts and bolts <laughs> that, you know, like you find the one tin bolt you need and you leave the rest in there. Uh, yeah, you'd be like, you didn't even clean these bolts before you put them in the bucket. Yeah, dude. Not only are they not organized, <laughs> yeah. they're not clean. No. I like, show the dad for her dad in the garage and he's like looking around and he's like, like what you do with the uh with the part spin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, you don't, dude. You're fuck fucking out of here. <laughs> You're a fucking buster right now. <laughs> That's just like trying to be nice. Like the bless your heart, yeah. Jason. Bless your heart. <laughs> Super embarrassed, dude. <laughs> my, like you, you wait. When I grew up, I'm gonna have the cleanest pegboard ever. Fuck my, everyone up. My old man was a great mechanic, and like I would go to his garage, and he, you know, old school GM car guy, Pontiac guy, and I, and like I, would, I got a Pontiac, and I take it over there, to work on it. I'm like, yo, I need a bolt. Like, um, this fender's loose. The shit rattled out. He'd be like, oh, no problem. Go to this turnstile, and like every bolt was like nine oh, sixteenths. <laughs> You know, like, oh, you need a fender washer? You go to the fender washer department and grab a fender yeah. washer, and then you're nine, like, everything's right there. I'm like, this is amazing. This is so easy. I keep looking for them. I try to buy them once in a while. Like, I look on, like, Craigslist to find those, like, big metal, like, hardware where you'd get, like, uh, class and trash. Nails by the pound, you know? Like, you can, like, scoop the nails yeah. by the pound to, like, put my hardware in because, like, it's so reminiscent of, like, my pop. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah. that's. That's the way he did it. It'd be really cool to have that and like put all my M6s and the nuts and the washers and 
But then will I actually do it? No, I'll have the prospect do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's I think the way to really get into that game would be, is this something I know none of us are ever going to do? Sell your but, house and buy a new house and reorganize. Kind of. That's the plan. <laughs> take, take all your scrap pile and all your bullshit and trash it. And buy brand new hardware. Oh, I totally did that this week. And it's all nice. You know what done. else I bought? I bought electrical connectors, the waterproof, like you if you pop your hood of your GMC. The solder ones? No, I have those too. I bought a whole set of those, but these are like the you crimp on the ends and then you clip them into the like the three wire or two wire or one wire wire harness. Like when mm-hmm. you wire up your moped, you hook everything up and it's like a waterproof connection. You just plug it in. So it's like three wires and one little thing. Nice. Like a little like your own yeah, wire I've harness. And it's got all the fittings and the build your own shit. I like it. Upgrade. You know. But now I gotta remember not to scatter that shit across the garage and lose it. When you try to build cool, clean bikes like Austin did back in the day, you gotta you gotta step up your wire harness every once in a while, huh? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> We're like checking out some of your stuff right now. Like you still have like a good uh... This is the most recent one, is that right? The eighty Magnum, the nineteen eighty Pook Magnum? That you built for the CrossFit guy? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Does he have a flat ass, or is, is <laughs> did, did he request the seat because? <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you use the skateboard? <laughs> that um, I follow him on like Instagram. Um, and his his family and his wife, and uh, like a few weeks ago, I, they they had posted a picture where he was riding with his son. Like his son was like riding doubles with him. Um, it was really cute, and I was like, "Oh man, that's awesome!" That like sometimes they don't know if they're ever used again. You know, like sometimes people some people bought them just just because they wanted something nice to like have. I think, and I don't know. I don't know if they ever even did like ten miles. Yeah, and then it's nice to see like five years later. You see like a guy and his family enjoying doing it, and like his son's on it. I'm like, oh, that that feels good. I really like this bike because of the power plant. It's not like a Gila kit, a stupid carburetor. It's like, it's the right bits. Like, I mean, I'm not a giant fan of the ZA, but I get it if it, if it's rebuilt good. Polini 65 yeah, kit, can't go yeah. wrong. Decent pipe, good wheels and tires. Although the brakes are notorious for being shit on those rims. But um, I've also run across a few of them that are really good, too. But the bike, I love the tank on it. I, the worst, I, I love it from the tank forward and the seat back. I hate, but just because you know aesthetically, those flat seats can be a real pain in, in your ass, literally, if you ride it a lot. Yeah, kind of looks like something out of Mad Max. It totally, yeah. yeah. I love the bike though; it's cool as shit. Did a good job on that one. It, uh, I always wish I had gone with the sixteen-inch wheels. On that, I felt like the seventeens are they're just like overkill for that kind of kind of thing uh, <coughs> just for height oh yeah like this yeah just like the proportion like it was too, it's too much wheel you look at that bike from the side and it's just like yeah because the tank is real short <laughs> and stubby because you got that shorter tank yeah. to move the the seating position forward some for riding doves that was yeah the, he wanted to ride doves with his with his wife he told me that's what was, i tried to kind of get like get a long seat going on and but i don't think they're pretty small, you know, even though like they're in CrossFit, they're pretty like kind of like petite people. So I was, I was hoping it might work out, but I don't know. Probably just 
him and his son. We were riding double, riding that mm-hmm. same way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things, like, riding with Ashley, I'm like, she's like, can I just ride with you on the motorcycle? It's like, no, nah, I'll ride the moped. I'd rather just ride our own bikes, rip around the city, and then ride dubs. Yeah. Although we do it, you know, here and there, but preferably it's it's way more comfortable and maneuverable to ride one up. We got a call. Yeah. From, we got a, a message from the kid who bought who bought your bloodlust bike, and he said he still has that kicking around too. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so you got bikes out there, man. They're still kicking. Yeah, I'm always surprised when I see when I like see one pop up and like, oh shit, I forgot about you know I forgot I did that for for the the Oracle. Like one day, I wouldn't mind buying that back. It's one of those things that the amount of work you put in, you know, like, yeah, like, I'll never be able to put that kind of work into a, a project again unless I quit my job or, you know, like, <laughs> it's just too much. It's just too much time and labor. And well, it's great. The, the only way to make it happen is to get it back. <laughs> like, like you and your Grelly, too. It's like, yeah. Yeah, if, if I bitch enough on the podcast, it'll fucking show back up. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like one thing that's like hard to like. To like, you know, keep track of when it comes to mopeds, especially when it's something personal that you put a lot of time in. Like that time and that effort is like nothing you'll ever get back unless you have the bike. I built this. Like you really... can't pay me enough for all the work, you know. No, I built this really cool maxi. Yeah. I, I sold it for pretty much what I felt I had in it, and I did okay. I think I came out about a hundred bucks more than what I had in it, but that doesn't really include labor costs. But it was a beautiful blue maxi, like. I kept the original paint, but re-cleared the, you know, the bike itself to, like, keep the patina and, like, its battle scar, so to speak. But it was still in really good shape. Fixed it up, rebuilt motor. And once in a while, I get a message from the guy asking, like, a real good moped question. Like, something that's not completely stupid. You know, like, hey, what do you think about this? (laughs) Or, like, whatever. I'm like, fuck, he's still got it. He's still riding it. Like, he's still out there. Like, he's doing his own thing. Doing his own maintenance. And, you know, it's satisfying. It's good to know that, like. You know, something went out in the world and it just didn't get forgotten about and still loved and still used and, you know, abused or whatever the fuck they're doing with yeah. it. You know, it's still out there doing things. <laughs> something. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I want to talk about the Oracle for a second because that was like one of my favorite bikes that you did. It was like nothing crazy, just like, I know, a, a general, you know, like, oh, it's a general. Yeah. Yeah. But like when you talk about building mopeds, yeah, we all build mopeds. Yeah, we're all doing this. But when it comes to building mopeds, like I think the thing that really sets different bikes apart from each other are like the small details, the accessories. Yeah, like the little fine things that everyone does. Like Charlie Buzzer had a carburetor for a tail light. Fucking <laughs> pretty sick. Yeah, like stuff like that's just like cool, like the one-off little things. And and I wanted to talk about the the Moby uh, AV7 case headlight. Yeah, are, are yeah. you doing that just to shit on Moby's? You're like, look how useless your engine is. It should be a fucking light. <laughs> like, what it's gave pretty you, incredible. Why do you hate Moby so much? Moby cage. <laughs> yeah. Like, what gave you the idea to do that? Because I remember, like, you had kind of started like rebranding Rogue into like Nmoto Light Company or something. And uh, did a yeah, did a yeah. guy riding a Moby like? date your mom and then beat you as a child <laughs> and now you want to punish all the engines that are Mobies <laughs> look how useless you are all you do that. now is shine light on the road you stupid <laughs> fucking piece of shit beat, my, beat me again something like that I probably blocked it out <laughs> yeah but the light from the Moby cases will never be blocked out 
I mean, it's definitely it's probably one of the coolest headlights and mopeds. They like no one else has done that. Yeah, and only like only moped people can like, appreciate it, right? Because like a motorcycle guy would look at that and be like, well, they don't know what that is, even. Yeah, that's, that's not what a motorcycle and their case looks like. You know, like they're like that must be like a teacup for somebody. Or he looks like the bottom half of a blender. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like an old vacuum, like an old like a, like a like a thirty vacuum part or something weird yeah really the, the, the moby cases really don't look like anything when they're cut down either i mean if you didn't know what it was yeah. it's not much yeah. to look at it's not like yeah. looking at pretty much any other motor it's such a tiny little like it's a fuck little power coming out of that tiny yeah. little motor this is just big enough to hold a crank and bearings <laughs> barely yeah yeah the french man they did it's it right kind of the, the the epitome of uh like small displacement yeah the underdog engine less is more I mean, there's guys out there doing what, like seventy or hundred miles an hour on a Moby Cane engine. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. nuts when you think about it, and that's a lot out there killing it, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I remember like you when you were like making first started making those lights, and you were making them out of the Moby cases. We got one for uh for the Black Black Rally that we did in Richmond, the uh-huh. uh, the Kings of England one. And yeah, these like, nuts. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> the uh, no, uh, Black Moon Rising. No, nah, paint it. I'm pretty nah, sure I think it was we did paint it black. It was like, oh, yeah, paint it black. It was still in Richmond, and I remember we had, we got the light from you. You donated it to us, which was like super awesome. I was like, oh, dude, he sent us this light. This thing's sick. It was blacked out. It was like the only one I think yeah, you did that was it. black. <laughs> yeah, and yep. like we were like we were holding it. We and like something happened in the raffle. It this is before Frankie's time. Yeah, before Frankie's time. Way up, before Frankie's. It time. ended up not getting raffled off. And then we we saved it for a, yeah we saved it for a whole year and we had it the next rally and it was like bam okay we still got it and we raffled it off but like before we raffled it we were like let's make sure the thing still works like I kept it in a box and had it tucked away I kept it for a whole year tucked away and I was like damn I want to keep this thing I was like no we got to raffle it off that's what we got it for we got to raffle it yeah so we plugged and, it in and burned down the prospect's house and now he's homeless good job so we, so we, so, we plugged, so we plugged the fucker in and I'm like. Dude, it doesn't work. Like, what the fuck? And then, like, someone else, like, uh, we hand it to somebody else, and they plug it in, yeah. and, it, and it works. And we're like, dude, what's going yeah. on? And we give it Is to it someone a touch else. Light? It was a fucking touch light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I kept, like, the turning, static switch. It kept turning on and off every yeah. time we'd pass it around, and we couldn't figure out what's going on. It's like a ritual light. Like, will this light turn on if you hold it? Oh, you're the one. <laughs> It measures your like soul and lets you know if you're going. If you're you fucking, know, where you're going. If you're fucking worthy of yeah. mopeds, <laughs> we're not yeah. worthy. Oh man! I mean, what's what's the other light options did you have? Did you explore other options for doing like uh, odd artwork? Um, man, I can't remember. I stuck with the AB seven, AB ten mostly, and. Um, I, then I ran into a hard time finding them, and like when people knew that I was going to be making lights out of them, they kind of wanted more money for them. So I was like paying; I was almost like breaking even at the cost of the cases uh, for me to actually make the light. Um, but then Benji, you know, I talked to Benji, and he kind of hooked me up with the, the I don't know what you want to call them, but the his plug newly made ones. Like yeah, like the Indian ones, or I don't know where they're made from, but 
actually I like those uh, cases a lot. So, They're a little bit beefier too. They got more like splines in them. Mm-hmm. But I just kind of lost it. Like they look brand new and shiny, and I was like, "Well, what am I going to like spend a couple hours like beating these up and getting them like a fake, you know, like a fake patina or a fake sole?" And that just didn't feel right. Uh, you know, it didn't feel right to do that, and it didn't feel right to like waste my time and make something look old. <laughs> so I just kind of like that was the end of it. Um, the cases, like, the real cases, just got too hard to find. You're almost and, better uh, off bartering the new cases for old use cases. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, hey, yeah, I'll trade you straight up for the for the price sense. of mail. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yep. You ship it yep. to me, and I'll ship it to you. Done. <laughs> I mean, what what is it? What, what, uh, like new cases? What do they cost on Treatland? Like, I don't think they're much. Are they? They're pretty reasonable for the AV seven cases. Yeah, what in Benji was like being real cool, and I don't, he was probably selling to me at cost or something. Like they were really affordable, but uh, still too much effort, I think, for schools going down. It's still only Mocha kids wanted to buy it, you know. And yeah, which is like you a, don't, you a don't small want to spend, limited market. You don't want to spend two hundred bucks. Yeah, you don't want to spend two hundred bucks on a light when you could like get a real Mocha part. I'd like to. <laughs> I'd like to have two of them for like the front of the house, you know, like for like porch lights. How sick would that be? Because nobody would know what they are when they come in. They look like, you know, like crazy Art Deco lights, you know, they match. Like, that's how they're cool. They were so cool because it's so one-off, and it's and it's only something in Moped people are going to, like, notice or care yeah. about. But it looks good enough for anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it looks cool. All right, so how do you feel about uh, questions from the internet? We didn't really get that uh, many. Not too good. Not too good? Yeah. yeah, but we have, like, some random things that I've just found, like, while lurking. Um, and we got to give Frankie something because she's been silenced over here. She's like, uh, I don't know if her if her buzz is wearing off or we need to like we need to get Frankie another dab to get her fired up again. No, dude, we're just gonna like we're gonna just like talk about project stuff when we get off with Austin. Like we're gonna put her to task on the show. Oh yeah, dude. Um, so were you in a bike show at a time? Like the hand built bike show? Was your bike ever in that? Uh-huh. You want to yep. tell us yeah, a little bit got- about that? I got invited, I guess I just, um, you know, for a while, our, my Instagram was pretty, was, was growing pretty good. Like, I wasn't making any money, but I was getting like a thousand followers a week. <laughs> um, so that felt good. It was like personal high, but it didn't, it didn't help pay the bills, uh, which I didn't know. I guess like, you know, they have like the influencers and stuff, but they get paid, but I never got into that side of the, the Instagram. But um, somehow, some, one of the guys that, that put on the handbelt show was following me and had invited uh, the Oracle to be in that show. And uh, I was pretty excited. And I got Dan Turpin from uh, Metal Ponies. He drove, he drove all the way down from uh, wherever those guys are, what, Massachusetts or Rhode Island. Providence, Providence, Rhode Island. Yeah, yeah. So all the way down to me and Philly, and then we got in the car, and he and he brought one of his bikes too. Um, Rest that in we peace, kept, metal ponies. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this, this, this one, they're great. I, do, I love, I love the fucking club name alone. Yeah, if nothing else. Um, and we just drove to Texas. Like we drove straight to Texas. And what, uh, what year were you 20, in the? What 20, year were you in the show? Twenty six hours. Um. That's a good question, man. It might have been 2015. 
Yeah, we're on the website now, like oh. trolling the website. It might have been before that even. Um, well, we showed up. We're only mopeds in the show. Um, That's awesome. And then uh, I mean, we got to hang out. We got we got to hang out with some of the Austin Austin guys, and we checked out Austin mopeds and got some t-shirts, and that was fun. Shout out, Les. The show was a great show. Was a great time, and it was the first time they put the show on. So compared to what it is now, I think it was probably a small, uh, small scale, but still it was a huge turnout. Um, and I feel like that's a huge deal for mopeds. Like I've seen like Upjet and some of those guys have put their bikes. I think QCB's done it too. Have put their mopeds in the bike shows. I, I would, I would love to do it. Maddie and the fucking the Maryland boys have done it a couple of times too. But like, I think that's cool. Like, I'd almost like to not build a nice bike to just put the road bike that we drive all the time in there, like unclean, yeah. filthy, fucking nasty. Like this is the real world. Road <laughs> it'd be a cool class. I think it'd definitely be easy to like talk to someone like that to get like a show section for it. Yo, the wall of death in some of these pictures. Oh yeah. Was that a, is the one you were at? Yeah, I think they had it. I think they brought it every year. Like it was a big. People were into it, and yeah. it's pretty wild. It's wild for the sure. The wall of death is fucking crazy, man. I used to love that shit. <laughs> Go to the state fair, see the wall of death. Oh my god, <laughs> the greatest thing ever. This guy's just like ripping around, no hands, standing up on the bikes, doing all kinds of crazy <laughs> shit. Like as a as like a you know ten year old, twelve year old kid, you're just like, what the fuck, man? This is like <laughs> this is insane. They're gonna kill themselves. Are they gonna make it out alive? You know. <laughs> well, uh, uh, the, the uh, one in Austin is like the, the dude was probably like seventy or something, and I think he had been doing it since he was ten. Like he was like, it was like second nature, you know? Yeah, perpetually dizzy. Right around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a retired astronaut. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. <laughs> G force. <laughs> dude, um, another weird question that I had just from like the lurking and stuff. Like, how did you come up with some of your uh, names for your mopeds? Because there was like <laughs> definitely like the like the uh, crazy. Why crazy did you names. name your one moped sister fucker? <laughs> I didn't do that. Oh, <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> wrong, wrong. Bill thread. Did, Sorry. <laughs> I did. The, I did name one uh, David Bowie's ball sweat. <laughs> I thought that was good. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't. Couldn't even find that one, dude. I saw like the stinky pinky. <laughs> yeah, pinky pinky. Yeah, really? I actually considered, and I don't know. Like this is where um, maybe like most of the obsession comes into it. But I actually considered cutting off my pinky and like casting it in resin into the seat. <laughs> uh, but I think I know somebody that's got one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had a yeah, like I had a friend that actually had a pinky like in the freezer. Yeah, we know um, that pinky. Yeah, <laughs> that pinky made it way around, I think. But uh, yeah, like, that's know, the BZ like, pinky. Talking about BZ's finger. Yeah, Sean, uh, <laughs> Sean swallowed not swallowed it, but he took it in a shot glass into his mouth, and then like drank, <laughs> drank the shot, he put and the then finger spit the finger in back the shot up. glass, and then he did the shot and then spit the Grimey. finger back in the glass. <laughs> Classy. They pulled, they pulled out of the freezer. <laughs> I mean, I guess if like if that's what you're doing, you got to do it. 
the sneaky, <laughs> the sneaky pinky was a cool bike, dude, because it had that that weird uh, shock thing going on in the back, like just to the seat. Yeah, it was, it was a minor shock, but just for your butt. Yeah, just for the butt. Yeah, I was trying to get a good yeah. look at it. And I didn't understand it because Jason's like flying through the photos, but I can see it looks like real motorcycle yeah, style, rigid looking swing arm. So the shock yeah, only went to the yep. seat. Yeah, oh, rigid, I see yep. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did it work? <laughs> it it did. It, but it was really hard to find. It was really hard to find the right spring rate uh, shock. Like. I kept hacking up over and over again because it was such a weird, like no shocks are made to carry like just your butt. <laughs> yeah. I ran into that problem. Like you know? it wasn't so much spring rate. It was like a combination of spring rate and angle. So I was working on like a TX 50. Yep. Yep. So like I would cut and weld the, the mounts and like make a, I wouldn't say educated guess, but just a fucking guess of where I thought it might be better. And then I'd get on it and the, the fucking shock <laughs> would like, collapse in itself and revert like backwards. I'm like, well, that's fucking not it. And I take the guy in there and cut the shit off, re-weld it somewhere else. And I'm like, well, now the damn bike is like 14 foot tall in the rear and doesn't <laughs> compress at all. And like, took me like yeah. three or four tries to get it to get it even not Back right. Yeah, I never even got yeah. it right, really. I, I'd like to say I got yeah. it right, but I yeah. didn't. I eventually just got rid of it. I was like, fuck this thing. I'm out of here. Cashing out. <laughs> Dude, yeah. let's can we talk about the, uh, the Romeo Thunderhawk tank or whatever, like that, the weird yeah, yeah. Tomos frame that like, I remember they, someone was making them. I don't even remember who made them. And I've never, Romeo, I've never Romeo seen the Thunderhawk frame. Made them, okay. I didn't even know if that's who it was. I've never seen the frame anywhere yeah. else besides this picture. It really is a cool frame. I still have that bike. Uh, I have that bike still. So that's sick. But once I got the frame, I kind of like, fell out of love with it. It was just, it's so minimal. Um, it kind of like started looking, it felt weird. Yeah, it almost needs it like a like much a floating, bigger like a, a floating engine kind of, and like, I just couldn't really figure out how to make it work. And it, I, I didn't want to build the cafes anymore, so I was, you know, trying to do some crossover stuff, and then it didn't really fit for that either. So I still have it, but it's just, Totally almost, used, like, I would say it almost worked really good as like a chopper frame. Just rake it out. Yeah, I think that might be the only like yeah, change the rake and, and make that happen because that's because then you can run a body to it. Yeah, well, well then you could run it as a rigid, like make it rigid, stretch it out a little bit, lower because you would lower the seat height a ton, and then just run a Springer seat. Yeah, yeah, that bike would actually probably yeah, look that, sick with a fucking chop as a chopper. Yeah, but that frame's cool as shit. I, think, I might have got the last. I think you got the last one or two of them, and I've never seen anyone, uh, any other ones either. That is the yeah, first one 19, I've ever seen. I've never seen them before. Nineteen seventy-seven. We were talking about other frames that like never came to fruition. What's that? A real crazy like square tube, giant boxy thing that got made for Maxis, I think the Bird and Bees. The Bird and Bees, like dead weight. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cell tower frame, the super, the super track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah Crash this bike and try to bend it. Frame. <laughs> there, are, there are a couple. If you look on like, 77's garage, you can see a couple of the of the other uh, Thunderhawks that are out there. There's not a lot of them. There's a couple of them that I see, but like, 
I know. Oh, I think Devin. I think Devin just made it. Uh, yeah, one. yeah, he's got one. It's all I got a giant like Sebring tank on it. Oh, Bex, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, it's fuck. It's not That's a bad frame. Clean. It's cool. Yeah, I, there's like so many random weird frames that like people have tried to make for mopeds that haven't really taken off. Like there was a bird and bees. There was this thing. 1977 had their weird frame that they were doing for a minute. Oh, that, dude, that thing is so weird. Yeah. I, I think I like the frame idea, and it's just like any motorcycle that you're going to buy that's current and up to date, where instead of having the engine hanging off the bottom, the engine is sort of set in the frame, like Laguna style. Laguna style. I really like that. Yeah, I mean, I everybody, when you're buying mopeds, is like, uh, if you're entry level, even if you're like experienced, you still you don't hate the Cafe Racer, right? You just don't hate it. It's one of the things, but it's like... Aesthetically you, pleasing. Yeah, be, if it's aesthetically pleasing. But you get to the point where you're looking at, like, you know, every fucking Tomos out there with, like, sad face handlebars and, like, the headlight <laughs> in the wrong spot. You're like, this is dumb as fuck. But if you had that, like, yeah. that real sort of motorcycle-looking frame where the motor was in a motorcycle-style position and, you know, like, the whole nine yards was lining up, it'd kind of be a sick fucking moped frame to have. I've yeah. still been really into the to the tomahawk frame but i have never seen one in person and they're i think he was asking well, almost 400 bucks for them i or think they're something. too now they're, they're so good he doesn't actually sell them to people you can get it made, <laughs> you can get it made with like a with the 103 mount or with a or with a movie mount and they're cool looking yeah it's probably the best one it's like if you want to if you want to have a, a french bike that looks kind of like a kind of like a um a general like that's like the one. Well, it also it puts the motor in a position where it fills in a lot of dead dead gaps. You know, like it's yeah. something there. You know, and that and that's the same thing. He you know, Austin was saying about the frame that you know, like it's so much empty space there, so minimalist that it just looks. It doesn't look quite right. You know, more frames, dude. Who's 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 going to be like the actual machinist making some cool shit? For Frankie, cheap? more frames, Frankie. Yeah, sure. What do you think about it? Yeah, sure. Austin, you got any questions for Frankie? <laughs> new to mopeds. She's new to mopeds. New to being yeah. pro- a prospect. What? What? What would make you want to be a uh, in a moped gang? Well, my first rally. I might have been riding <clears throat> mopeds for about three weeks, and my first rally was with the Ride and Chatter down in Richmond. And you know, I finished the rally like a half mile bicycling on like a Pagio, like stock. <laughs> Pagio, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and you know, ever since then, I don't know. I just this is where I wanted to be. I knew that I liked Frankie when she came in after a fucking wild night of like just hanging out with people. That's the next year, yeah. Yeah, and like the first year, I liked Frankie because she had a Piaggio, and I was like, "Girls riding Piaggio, she's cool. She's hanging with the party. She's like doing her own shit." And then, hang on, let me grab a beer. And then the next year, she goes out and, like, follows the party. Like, wherever the fucking party went, Frankie was there, like, livening the shit up. And then she comes back to the ranch. We're all settling down. And she comes in and, like, they're lined up, like, sardines, like hot dogs on a grill, man, in the floor. Like, everybody's got a sleeping bag or some of them don't. Some of them grab pillows off the couch or a dog bed. And everybody's lined up, like, tight as a tiger. And she just fucking 
there Sweet. was one spot like the one body spot <laughs> left and yeah. so i was like there's a spot i'm like all right man he's like there's some dog blankets there i'm like i'll use it that's fine yeah anything you can find fine. go in the bathroom grab some towels make yourself and she's like i'm cool i don't need anything and she just fucking cranks out and next morning she's still there and i'm I like all right shove that thomas in the back of my saturn yeah she I came in with a saturn was the ion no just a saturn uh, just the regular saturn regular saturn and she like jammed her moped in the back with no fucking front wheel on it i think it's like and i came out there and she's like frankie's a panicky pete she gets real excited like yeah, if you ask excited. her a question like you don't really necessarily expect an answer you just expect like you know like from a normal person but then she's gonna be like this happened and then all of a sudden blah 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 and it's like yo chill the fuck out like i was just like how's it going she's like i'm trying to get the and but you think she's upset and she's like she's cool as a cucumber she's just like wrestling her remote pad and trying to answer your question the best she can to give you all the information but i'm like i don't need all the information relax dude i think one of my favorite things like the moped community that makes people stand out to me are the people that show the oddest like i, I don't know if i want to call it odd but like there's this weird level of dedication when you're going to a moped meetup or a ride or a rally somewhere else. Yeah, like else. sleeping like hot dogs with a bunch of strangers in the yeah, stranger's house. That, but it's just even the bonding. weird, even the weird dedication of just like how you showed up. Like you didn't have a trailer, you didn't have a group of people to come with. Mm-mm. You put your bike in the Young back blood. seat of your car. <laughs> like people who take their bikes apart, and I saw a guy take his front seat out of his Hana. So he could fit a moped in the passenger seat. Mike Mahaney used to do that shit. Yeah, yeah he like, would take the front seat of his car to put his mopeds in there. And like, then Youngblood took and stuffed his moped in the back of his convertible Miata and drove it to Richmond. <laughs> like, that's like the weird dedication. It's he couldn't like, even put the top up because the fucking moped <laughs> wouldn't fit in there with the top up. No one's doing that for any other weird community, dude. Like no one's showing up. It's like up crackhead to, status. Like, no. oh man, whatever it takes, man, I'm gonna get the fucking. Ah, man, rob this liquor store. I don't care. <laughs> awesome. What's your like favorite part of the moped community when you were like really a part of it? Not to say you're uh, not a part of it. <laughs> when you were yeah. really a part of it, has fucking has washed up. <laughs> this fool can't, can't even remember how to time his moped. Yeah. I don't even know what the brand that is. Let me Google the mopeds I have so I know what to work on them. Forgot what a jet was. Yeah. I got the moped army app. Should have up uh, jet or down jet. <laughs> that's pretty much. That's where I'm at right now. Um, wait, oh, my favorite thing about the community. Uh, I mean, the the whole network. You know, like the nationwide network is pretty amazing. To go any you know any state you want. And have someone take care of you, or a random person from any state contact you, that. and you take care of them. Yeah, I'll totally That's second the that. Best part. Yeah, and, the and there's no podcast. worries. Like you know, <laughs> where were you guys in uh, 2015? I might have stuck around a little longer. We were building a community. Yeah, I think. Oh uh, yeah. Twenty ten years ago, we were new. So the like, struggle was real back then. The scenes that kind of died off. We were working yeah. hard. Two thousand eleven to two thousand thirteen was like new Richmond kind of building up. Sean moved here from Black Black. Oh, I'll back that up even further. Podcasts hadn't been invented yet on, on our platform. <laughs> <laughs> it's like before cell phones, dog. We had pay- we were still on pager mode yeah. back then. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was just like 
scattered people who kind of went to some Satan rallies. So and Satan fell in were, love with that culture and it was yeah. like, what happened to it? This needs to like still live. And Satan's were kind of falling off. And I think 2000, like that's whatever year that Southern Comfort was. Is when I really started hanging out with Thomas and Ashley and like and best friends ever since. Yeah, and then like, Aww, I love you, Jason. The Rebels formed as a club. Like Sean from Black Black moved to Richmond and opened a shop, and that was great, man. That, so that kind of made like us start having a, that was a, a, huge a communal for a communal meetup spot. Like it's all about having like that one spot where you can meet and get together, whether it be someone's garage yeah. or like. You know, someone's shop or someone's even even just the the weekly ride or like a schedule. Ride. Cool, we're doing open Monday. He was dedicated to doing open Monday, yeah. Whether he wanted to do it or not, or or like the other the other thing is like if you're like in trying to build a Mopeday community. All right, let's get legit. What's legit? Oh, we'll host a rally. Well, fuck, where do we do it? How do we do it? And like to have a spot to like put Richmond back on the map for hosting a rally. Sean was fucking it was game. there's no value to put on that you know you can't put a value on it to to get everybody rattled up and fired up about bikes and put and bring the community back together especially if you remember the level that like the satans were doing rallies oh huge huge turnouts doing cool they've always done cool shit they're still doing cool shit it might not be in mopeds but they're doing cool stuff still and it's just like the level they were doing it on was was rad and it was fun and it was like that like DIY punk rock, like we're just gonna fucking do it, and that's kind of Richmond still always had that vibe. And they're still doing some stuff. They hit me up for parts once in a while, and I follow up, and then I never get a response back. And I saw Travis today, dude. Travis so, hit me up. He's like, I need these parts. And I'm like, cool, I got them. Hit me up, and it's like, push the cricket button. That's all I got. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know. Like we like the early early teens, early twenty teens. We were kind of just starting to rebuild Richmond community and like doing group rides. And like, just like you said, when you had that meetup and it was 15 people, that's what we were having weekly 15 to 20 people. Easily, yeah. Sometimes 25 people out for a moped Monday. On a moped Monday ride. And then just coming back to the garage. Go get tacos, like fucking just like rack up a $300 taco, dollar taco bill. Yeah. $300 dollar taco bill is fucking astronomical. Yeah. Hit the river, come up to the shop and have the grill fired up and cook out. And that kind of just helped us like ramp up and like the clubs kind of did their own thing and like everything in Richmond and splinters and little like. It's also a lot of sorting out, you know, and like, you know, you're getting new riders, you have a shop. So there's people selling bikes and some of those people come around. Some of them don't. Some of them, you know, like anything else. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know, man. We were like in a in a building phase and like that's like I said, like that my first out of town rally was that Southern Comfort rally when I saw you and I was like, Oh man, this fucking dude's bikes here. I never thought I'd see this thing in person kind of thing. And now I remember never your seen hob- I remember when I I remember when I saw your hobbit at Southern Comfort and I was like, Oh shit, man. Yeah, that was my first hobbit. I had that, that black and teal tank. Yeah. That was that was a nice bike, and I was I was telling someone. Did you let dude, me ride. You might have let me ride it. I might have. I, I can't remember. I was hands out, dude. Small rods, to anyone, you know. But I, I remember telling. I told someone the other day. It's like the Hobbit tech and like the moped tech and like all this stuff's like been growing over the years. You're seeing more parts come out and more parts come out. And yeah, back then you could only get the '77 and cooler and rad shit. For your yeah, bike. there was so much stuff coming out. All these different parts that you can get now. Back then there was one setup. And there were a couple like DIY mods if you wanted to put a shawl on it or something. And 
I was like, dude, I bolted on a DR kit out of the box with a couple other parts, and I hit 58 the first day. <laughs> and then we, and that was like, that was the day before the rally. Like we got the bike put together uh, and loaded up the day before the rally. It hit 50. And I'm you like, roll into the rally, be like, I'm a moped guru. <laughs> I did it. I succeeded. And now I feel Look bad. Look what I have created. I and I feel bad for everyone who's like out here building all these bikes down. They're doing all these parts and doing all this stuff. Even me, I'm building brand new bikes for people. I'm like, Man, this, this thing won't hit more than 55. What the fuck's going on? You know, like, I came in here with a fucking custom, like, uh, uh, hand printed intake with the read block attached. Like, that's it's unobtainium back then. Like, man, it, yeah, yeah, can't even, like, like, didn't even think I wouldn't even think to even do something like that. I love that rally because, like, one, I miss, I miss that Southern Comfort. They, I they, miss White they treated everyone really good. They fed us. They fucking the town, the beach. great host. The town was awesome. And then, like, yep. I really miss yep. the beach rally. You know, cool. This rally is going yeah. to the beach, and you get to party on a beach all day with a bunch of random. I did have fun in Jersey because of that. Mm-hmm. I like, I like the beach party, and the amount of broken bikes at that rally was obscene. <laughs> Clearly, a testament. <laughs> To the knob status of the early days of oh, moped, they had they had a like a ten by twelve. What not ten? Like a eight by six by twelve? What is a big trailer? I am pretty sure I was on that bus. It was a giant trailer full of bikes side by side, <laughs> and then they ran out of space, and their bikes piled on top of each other. Gas pissing out of the trailer. Dude, I was like, dude, if I, I'm glad I didn't break down and get my brand new bike that I built the night before throwing that shit trailer. Dude. I don't remember what I even rode back then, but I think it I think it broke down. It might have been the silver maxi that I bought back. Dude, that shit was crazy. <laughs> that was a that was a that was a time for sure. I don't know man. Highline Riders, we love you. Love you, dude. R.I.P. Yeah. Robin, still R.I.P. R.I.P. Rogue builds. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of like phase out of building mopeds, and you got more into lights, like because you were doing the lights with the moped motors, and then what kind of led you to just like taking that on as a business and kind of switching up a little bit? It was, you know, there's just too few, even if. Even if motorcycle people were interested in moped lights, it still was still wasn't enough to support um, your business from. So I just started gearing everything towards just home. You know, like my own personal aesthetic of like modern design, and then making lights around that. And that's, luckily, apparently, there's a lot of people that want that <laughs> a lot more than. Yeah, uh, t- turns out light people. Live by light. <laughs> yeah, turns out people need to see it at night. Um, so worked out worked out really well. And the only bummer part is, is that when I was making those bikes, I was using like shit everything, you know, like recycling the hardware from the from the bin, and you know, buying a Harbor Freight drill press and throwing holes with no oil and no light, and it was just like how a normal moped kid would build a bike mm-hmm. uh, with what they had. Um, so I guess I just made it look good. <laughs> uh, but now I have, I have a lot more tooling and a lot more knowledge um, for making lights that could have been applied to the mopeds that would have made like huge, uh, huge difference. Maybe not in the final outcome, 
So I thought, you know, to get there would have been like, instead of spending 20 hours to make a couple good holes, <laughs> now I'm using, now I'm using like a CNC, you know, five minutes and it's done. Um, so like, right, like just to make my life, I have, I have like a 3D printer, SLA 3D printer, um, pretty, pretty fluent with like, uh, CAD. Um, I use a lot of 3D modeling programs to kind of work out what I'm going to work on before I start. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I stole it before I moved, but I was using like a, like a small scale CNC machine. Um, it's made by Tormach. It's like a entry level, like you can get it for like ten, twenty, twenty thousand dollars in between there, like a full, fully automated CNC. Like can do metal, stainless steel, all sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah. So I have, I have these tools now that would have been huge game changer to like make moped good and fast and um, repeatable. Uh, so it's hard to look back. I'm like, man, I have all these tools now that that would be great for that, but I don't. And you know, like I know how to like make jigs. To, you know, <laughs> they have things weld and not be crooked, and they just have a lot more skill under my belt yeah. five years later. But I'm not in that. You know, I'm just not in that world anymore. So it's a little bit of a bummer looking back on what I what I have access to now, and, and but aren't aren't able to use it for real Yeah. The well, I'm working on a Gorelli right now. Yeah, you got a Gorelli. Pretty, you pretty still, got, you still got your yeah. Tomos uh, Thunderhawk. Uh, yeah, Thundercock. Tomos Thundercock. And the fucking, you know, the, the moped scene's not going anywhere, dude. It's always like here for you. Like we had, we had Simon King on recently, and he kind of talked about that like over the years because he's been in it for twenty plus years. The evolution of it. He's, yeah, uh, you know, he's he's always had like uh, the the in and out, you know. Like mopeds are always going to be there, you know. You don't have to make it your obsession, like it. All those like fails, it was when you're deep down you the can hole. always go out and break down on your moped. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can have another cheap, cheap Tomos that you know just kind of does what it does and kicks around. <laughs> and, and mopeds, like uh, like moving out here, we moved from PA to New Mexico, and um. We kind of had that with working online. I had the option to kind of move wherever, wherever in the U.S. Yeah, and um, we're thinking like Tucson. We're thinking all all sorts of places. But just knowing, I, I knew that a gang had kind of started yeah. getting put together in in Santa Fe. Yeah, uh, I know you guys. Uh, I was there not too the long ago. The, uh, the Santa Fe's right. Goat, yeah. Goat heads, aka the uh, Cougar. God, what do we fucking call them? Lion, yeah. lion, mountain, uh, mountain lion, goat, uh, fucking task force or some shit. Tiger task force. Yeah, tiger yeah, task yeah. force. I can't yeah. remember what we called him, dude. Yeah. We gave him a sick nickname. The tiger, tiger, tiger yeah. task force. DGD. <laughs> mountain lion. Oh, mountain lion defense team. Mountain lion defense team. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, oh line yeah, when yeah. you when you moved out there, did everybody warn you? Like, hey, man, be careful how much alcohol you drink. It's a different, <laughs> al- you know, like we're it's, we're above sea level or whatever the hell it is out there. Like, be careful. To, yeah. We went there for a wedding. We got fucking plastered and like we drink professionally, so to speak. <laughs> get out of there, like be careful, be careful, man. The beer's gonna really get you out here, man. You're a different yeah. different altitude or whatever the fuck it is. I'm like, oh, all right, let's see what happens. Fuck it. <laughs> it was fine. I hardly got a hangover. Did you survive? 
Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't die. The wedding went, went went without me running my fucking cocksucker and making a fool of myself. Damn, he made it without making a fool of himself? Hard. Oh, totally. Part of Ashley's family? So you, so you think. No, no, no. I I kept a tight lip, man. I fucking dressed up. In my, and I like got a nice suit and dressed up, you know, fucking looking the part and kept my damn mouth shut and a- answered questions with yeses and nos and thank you, ma'am, and no, ma'am, and yes, sir, and no, sir. Yeah. I was a good boy. <laughs> yeah. So what well, do you where do you well, see your gonna, uh, what's up? I was gonna say that just knowing that there was a moped community here, uh like it felt easier to move in this area, like compared to Tucson where I know there's mo- I know there's kids mopeding, but they just, you know, weren't as organized as what I could be like, Oh, if I'm if I'm feeling like I need the urge, I can go rent with some guys that it, you know, that are like minded or um you know, I have the same appreciation for so it was like, just as washed up. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they got they got they got an old head leading the pack, but they got some new blood that's uh you know thriving to play with mopeds. I mean, mopeds are exciting that way. You're gonna get all kinds of people. I always get stoked to like see a guy who's like just getting into the hobby that's like might have been into something else like motorcycles. You know, like. Uh, Fucking with uh, our club member, you know, back in the day, and he was like sixty some years old, getting into bikes and loved them and shit. And you know, it's cool because he had a different background from lots of life experiences. And then you get the young guys in there who are amped up and they bring a lot of excitement to it. You know, just you know, there's a lot of opportunity. Yeah, everyone together, like a little village. Yeah. A little village. Well. Where do you, uh, you got any questions for us? Um, what, what's like the, uh, how long are you guys going to do this for? You've been going, have you been doing that for a year now? Uh, we're a little over two years. Uh, we've done, two years? Oh, we've done man. every Sunday for over Whether we like years. to or not. Yeah, whether we like to or not, whether we feel good or not. I think we miss one day, but we recorded the episode on a different day to like make up for it. So well, it's come out every Monday for over two years. Wow. And we kind of like, that's, think that's we, good think, dedication, we think yeah. we're in episode 84. Yeah. I think this is 84. We kind of lost track <laughs> this week. It's some, some weeks are easier for us to keep track than others. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> a lot been going on this week. So I wasn't paying attention, but I know we like, I don't know. We kind of jokingly said we were going to do a hundred, but that's just like, cause I feel like, that's a goal. You're not a real podcast if you don't have 100 episodes. Kind of, kind of like uh, uh-huh, who's uh-huh, listening? Uh-huh. You, you guys don't even have 100 episodes. Like, I don't know. People have thousands <laughs> of episodes, and I'm like, dude, thousands. Um, that's like insane. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like when I finally got a thousand followers on my Instagram, I was blown away. I was like, whoa. <laughs> but when you think in podcasts like Radio Land, like a thousand listeners or a thousand episodes is, is crazy. A hundred yeah. episodes. When you look at the actual work it takes to put into it to show up and like to book a guest or to have something to say or even some way, you know, like someone to listen to what you're saying. We've said a lot of shit (laughs) that we don't remember. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How many times have I told the same story over and over and over again? That's how they get to know you. They can feel like they're uh, like they already knew you. No, they're like, yeah, I know you've had four life experiences. (laughs) (laughs) Tom's need to get out of the world. Yeah, 
I see or it. I just, I just don't remember it. Time to move to New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, New Mexico is gorgeous, man. Best license plates in the world. They got a poop max. <laughs> they got a maxi head for their plate. Mm-hmm. Um, this I haven't been able to get a plate because the the uh, DMVs are being or NBA is being closed. Pretty almost as a guy here. Yeah, man. Yeah, Fucking get that in. yellow plate with a maxi head on it. You're good to go. That's how you know you're a real <laughs> moped fan. <laughs> this is episode 83, by the way, guys. We figured uh, it out. <laughs> 83, uh, well, Justin 83 figured it out. Jason figured it out. Called you yeah, Justin. That's all right. It's cool. And do you do you go back and edit, or is it go go live? Basically. Um, I do like Slightly. a little bit of stuff in post. Like when we first started, I did more. I listened to every single yeah. episode and I take hours to like pick out every little weird noise. Like if we hit the table by accident or someone clicked the microphone, and made a weird noise, I'd, I'd fix, I try to fix all of or it. Or if I said some stupid racist shit that really shouldn't be there. Uh, we've only had like hard edits where we had to actually remove like words that were like, oh man, we fucked up right there. Maybe, maybe three times. Yeah, I, I usually try to keep it pretty. I think good. there was like a "Thou host should not be named" one time, mm-hmm. and I think uh, like he, he didn't want he didn't want what was said to be there, so we took that out. And then uh, uh-huh. D, which is another one of our friends, like has a corporate job, and she just happened to be in the living room while we were doing it, and she came running on the mic, shooting her little shit talker. Mm. About like another about another girl, mm. and we were Oops. like, "Oh Oops. shit!" Oh, oh, I know, yeah. I, I remember that. The, but, <laughs> the other girl started with an A. Yeah, but then she was like, "She's like, can you please, please not put that on the internet?" <laughs> <laughs> so we took that. So was that out. your first your first extortion episode? <laughs> Once in a while, Jason will ask me, "It's like you want me to edit that out?" I'm like, "Don't send it." Yeah, dude, it's fine. <laughs> So we're pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty open. It's not. It's not live, like. Uh, so you know we can't get caught off the guard super hard, <laughs> but like for the most yeah, part, like it's it's pretty unedited, dude. Like I might clean up a little noise, like and check the levels and everything's good, like in post or whatever. And if I say something stupid, I'm good for it. Like you can bust my balls wide open. Like I'll yeah. own it. I fuck up. Everybody fucks up. Like you can't act like you've yeah. never fucked up. Nobody and, can. And, yeah. I, and I feel like part of doing this is like learning you're knowing who we are you're getting to know us like kind of on a personal yeah. level yeah. like if you came to richmond yeah. and like oh you listen to the podcast you probably know a whole lot about us that like and we don't know anything about you you know so i'm cool with saying whatever and having what i'm like I'm what you I'm know saying a lot about there. us but nothing about frankie <laughs> she's like a fucking mime. she's a fucking mime oh, over here come on <laughs> <laughs> No, we just just mean we we mean you talk too much. That's all it is. <laughs> I know you got. It's hard to get a word in edgewise. Yeah, yeah. We're we're chatty chatty Cathy's over here. That's all right. That's good. Sometimes I got nothing to say, man. Yeah, I mean, well, it's good. You guys are the less editing makes it feel like more honest, and then you get to know. Yeah, like the listeners get to know you. The for good, real, yeah, through the good like, and the bad. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we've had some zingers. (laughs) Some real fucking cricket parties out there in the podcast world. Yeah, we're we're not comedians. We're bad bad at jokes. Yeah, real real snooze fest. Like, I don't know, man. It took me four times to listen to that episode. Finally fucking choked my way through. It was like eating grandma's fucking dinner. (laughs) Real dry biscuits. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, you broiled your green beans. Great. <laughs> Where's the salt, dude? Let's go. I don't know. This is my first vegan meal. How is it? Yeah. <laughs> Sucks. <Yeah. laughs> I choked my way through it. Thanks. Are you talking about man? Impossible burgers are awesome. I don't know. I don't know. It still, it still feels like it's just mopeds. It feels like we're just at a rally and we're just hanging out, and that's kind of like what we are going for. Like, dude, last yeah. last week it kind of bummed me out. Well, it feels, feels good. We cut the mics off and we were sitting in the podcast room talking for a good forty five minutes. Oh yeah, y'all shut the shit. And- just shooting the shit, <clears throat> and I was like, man, we really should have just left the fucking mics on because it was like good, solid, like just bullshit back and forth conversation one on one. You yeah, know, and sometimes it doesn't come through that well in the podcast. And like, it's like when you get a guest in house, like you know, just like anybody you first meet, it takes a minute to like get opened up and like get the the icebreakers going. And like you know, that's kind of why I like the the long form too. Like sometimes, like I know when we first started, we were like, okay, we're just gonna do an hour, and we try to stick to an hour. And then like sometimes you miss out on opportunity or time where like you would have got into something that could have been entertaining or like quote-unquote good content you know but yeah because for me it's like i'm waiting for that perfect opportunity to either like love or hate an idea you know like sometimes i don't get enough information in an hour to shit on your very specific whatever it is you know or to love that thing you know why are you talking shit no i'm just kidding i'm not i know i know i'm just playing <laughs> yeah, but like I don't know. It's fun. Podcast the podcast is fun. We're gonna keep it going, I guess, until we get tired of doing it. Yeah. Wait for J- Crazy J to call us back. We can get in an hour long discussion about uh fucking quadrajets or something dumb that nobody else understands. J bot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, I gotta li- I gotta listen to more episodes. I, I- I listened to a few um, before I moved, like, you know, just to the people that reminded me from Mopeds, you know, like Angel episode. And, yeah, she said she um, missed you on the uh, Instagram. She's like, oh, I missed that dude. Angle. Yeah. Angel's, Angel's special, man. And that's like I, miss that, uh, I really miss that the most, like, really getting to hang out with people and that you like, you know? <laughs> and she's yeah. like, when you're like, uh, you know, Team Minarelli with you, you know, her, Maitland. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, is there like any sort of uh, update on um, the Baker's Dozen? Uh, Baker's Dozen is going to be in September. It's just been pushed back. They're still running it. And do we have a team list yet? Uh, I don't know. It's on the website. Um, Angels selling selling some really awesome jerseys. I saw that. Yeah, they're cool. That she got uh, sponsored. I think Yo, Wes um, and Treatland. You thought you were going to race the world? Oh, hang on. No. I Push the button to make deal. Don't oh, worry about sorry. <laughs> Jesus yeah. is listening to another podcast while we're podcasting. <laughs> he's, like, he's like in his own microphone, in his own headset. He's got two sets of ears. One, one ear is somebody else's podcast, the other ear is ours currently going no, on. No, no, dude, I'm present. Get out of here. I'm right here in the room. Are you present? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. My bits are fun, and, you know, I'm glad you got a new gorilla. I'm glad you're going to kind of like. Get your toe back in the water. I know you're you're running a business and you're doing your thing, and it's awesome to see like how much it's like grown and like you've always been like you know a staple. 
pretty internet savvy, like even like with mopeds back in the day. So I definitely say you're definitely a staple because as little as I know about moped culture and community, as far as following people, I knew about rogue builds, you know, yeah. I knew it existed. We've kind of talked about like you've like uh, you've unlocked a couple of the merit. Like we we had this new thing we've been referring to as merit badges and mopeds, like you know achievements that you can unlock, and you've unlocked a couple. You know, being in a motor show, like you know, on seventy sevens page, being on pipe burn multiple times, which is like a, not a thing a lot of people have done, um, and. Even like just having a part like for sale on Treeland, like uh, I don't know huge. how the whole like spring thing came about, but like I know Blue Springs were the spring for a while, and then people were like, "Oh, check these reds out!" <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Breaking well, even. Well, I um I I sent some stuff to um, Benji recently. Get some stuff made where it's like I'm kind of designing them, and then I can't make them like affordably, so it just doesn't make any sense. So I just kind of like sent them over to Benji to stroke my ego a little and get some parts made and then kind of be part of the, the community a little bit again. So I'm excited about that. Um, hopefully they work. Uh, but just like a little, like a 3D, I've been 3D printing them, but maybe he's uh, hopefully going to make them in a better way, but just like some temperature sensor holders for the headlight or like the, the newer uh, trail tech yeah. thermometer. Or gauges, so, you know, they have a bunch of different gauges, but and uh, like a four pedal um, velocity reach out kind of adapter plate that you say so you can run one on the uh, on the Gorelli that's been previously set. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, Gorelli Tech's so been kind of cool like trying to step up recently. They just got their hammer clutch for the yeah, yeah, Gorelli, which is pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> tech, I read. I had to rebuild the Gorelli engine and I was like, had all the parts for it. And then, uh, and then I was just like kind of thinking about the Gorelli clutch pitfall and did some research and found like the only way around that is to get the, uh, get rid of the rubber clutches. You got to go with a kickstart motor. But then I went out and bought a kickstart motor and then I rebuilt that. And then I got it all mounted up. And then like the next day, Treat was like, I have a kickstart motor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what's coming. The little mini gorilla is a kickstart motor, two speed oh, yeah, kickstart. It's sense. fucking sick. Yeah, it's a two speed. Yeah, two speed kickstart. That's fun. Yeah, odd, very fucking odd bike. So I don't know if it has the the same clutches as the regular kickstart single speed. So I'm curious to look into that because I've never opened the engine up. I bought it and like rode it around, and then like, um it got purchased from me begrudgedly at a Philly rally. And I was like, I guess if you're like, want to pony up, but these are the rules, it goes back to me when you sell it. And finally it's been like, fuck man, like five or six years or something. It's finally coming wow. back. Yeah. It's coming back though, because you bitched about it or it's coming back because they're both. staying good on, <laughs> staying good on the uh, agreement. <laughs> I, I think a little bit of both. <laughs> I, I thought it, well, I thought Anthony had gotten rid of it and like you know pawned the bike off amongst a few people like you know around Philly. He was like, "Nah, dude, I've held on to it. It's you know I've rallied it and ridden it. It's definitely like way more beat up than it ever was. It's not pretty, but it's still all there uh-huh. and it runs and you know like you can drive it anywhere. It's decent. So it's like, hey, I'm I'm okay with that. Like a rallied bike, I don't give a shit if it's scuffed and chipped and fucked up. Like that doesn't bother me. 
long as like it's it stole the same bike, you know, it's complete. No, yeah, like, yeah. hacked and chopped yep. seat or like you know, <laughs> tiny bike welded into a tall bike or some crazy dumb shit. You know, I'm good. Does it have a normal size like sixteen inch wheels? Or no, it's got like no, it's got ten inch mag baby wheels. <laughs> That's my yeah, I can't wait to get it back. I'll have to. I'll get some pictures of it. I'm gonna go to Philly next weekend and scoop it up and check out the carnage. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. We're gonna wrap it up. But thank you. Wrap <laughs> <laughs> it up. Yeah, but thanks, dude, for coming <laughs> and hanging out with us. I know we were a little yeah. nervous off the start, but we're, we're just we're just kicking it. So no, nothing crazy going on. <laughs> Shoot the show about some mopeds. Yeah, dude. Um, where can uh, everyone find you on the internet, dude? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Daikon Studio. Daikon like the radish. Uh, D-A-I-K-O-N. And uh, my website, Daikonic. D-A-I-K-O-N-I-C dot com. Uh, just making light. Um, unfortunately, though, like, they're not reasonably priced. <laughs> they're they're real expensive. Like I don't I don't have any of my own lights in my in my own house. I can't afford it. Uh, so I don't expect a lot of more kids to try to purchase them. But uh, I think they're nice to look at, <laughs> picture wise at least. Yeah. <laughs> Is it any outdoor lighting stuff as well? Uh, I haven't gone outdoor because because there's a lot of already with lighting. It's like the worst industry to be in as far as. Um, you know, safety concerns and UL uh, listing um, stuff. So things that go outside, you have to jump through a lot more hoops. Like basically, you got to be able to take a hose and, and douse it with water for like a few minutes and, and not have any issues. Mm-hmm. So I haven't tried to tackle tackle the outside lighting yet. Um, so everything's inside. Yeah, there's a lot of red tape with all that. Like everything's moving towards LED, but because it's such a new t- technology, um, none of the codes and standards have, have been like, updated for that. So, instead of doing their jobs, they just basically say, like, it can't happen, or basically, I gotta spend, like, $20,000 in testing yeah. to have something be LED, LED, which doesn't make any sense because it's far less risky, uh, you know, because you're dealing with 12 volt or 24 volt compared to 120 or 220. So that's, that's a bummer <laughs> for yeah. small, small guys, like, which is one of the reasons why some things are so expensive because, you know, it might take $20,000 to push a light, like one design through. Um, and that's before it, one gets made, <laughs> yeah, you know, before crazy. I have a sellable product, a sellable product. Yeah. So yeah. dealing with, with that. I should have made cable. In retrospect, <laughs> I should have made cable chairs. Uh, <laughs> well, that can be like the, next, that could a, be the next venture, dude. Yeah, I think so. That would it's, be sick. stressful, man. You know, I'd love to get the same with mopeds. Like, I'm sorry. Go ahead. With mopeds, it's like you make a custom moped, or even if you're just like fixing one and flipping it for for somebody to use. It's like now now it's on you it's like is that person gonna you know like not realize that you know like the axle's loose or 
you know, not realize that their brake's not engaging right, and they ride it. You know, they're like, "Oh, I'll just ride it anyway," and they, you know, they eat shit, and now it's on, and now it's on you, or you feel like it's on you, or um, that was one thing I don't miss about mopeds, but I still kind of have the same feeling with with uh, lighting. Because, you know, it's like you want that product to be like our, you want to stand on it. You know. Yeah, it's cool because yeah, yeah, exactly. some of the lighting stuff I'm looking at exactly. on your website is like real popular trending now. Like I saw some lights that are similar to this on Lowe's. Like when I was shopping around, like, yeah. like the style yeah, yeah. of the like what would be like a vanity light where they've got like bubble, like it's a, a LED with a glass sleeve that's full of yeah. imperfecting bubbles, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. This shit yeah. looks cool. Yeah. I want to send you yeah. some Vespa Thank cases you. to build me two fucking porch lights or one porch light. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> that yeah, good. Don't get it don't get it wet. <laughs> no, no, I just I just I just need it milled. I'll I'll figure out the wiring. I'm gonna hit you up, dude. I know <laughs> we're we're trying to like uh do some kind of super raffle for when we hit episode one hundred. Yeah, we love free expensive shit. I think it'd be cool to like okay, yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe not one of your expensive lights, but if you wanted to do another moped yeah. one or something, we'd kick a moped light out to someone for the a raffle or something. Yeah, can you turn a carburetor into a taser? (laughs) (laughs) When you hit full throttle, you feel the zap, bro. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be fucking great. Well, let me know. I got, I got a light for you guys. I got, I got a bunch of lights that would get like a little baby scratch on it or something, and I can't sell it because you know people are expecting perfection, and so I just kind of like kind of piles up in the studio, so I. Yeah, something like it's NBA. Yeah, that'd be sick, dude. I'll DM you, and we'll 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 give one away, man. Someone will be like super pumped on that thing. Perfect. Hell yeah! All right, well, thanks for coming, man. And stay up. Thanks, guys. Uh, keep uh, posting on the pit army. Like, keep playing Gorelli, and like, you know, maybe we'll see you in another rally sometime. Yeah, come to Santa Fe when the when the virus is over. Yeah, dude, goat head party. Best Bye. fucking <laughs> food ever in Santa Fe. <laughs> Bye, Frankie. Bye, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> she's still here. She's still here. Like, I, checked, I, I put a mirror on her nose earlier to see if she's still yeah. breathing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Thanks, dude. Later. Bye. Uh, bye, guys. Austin from Rogue Builds. Awesome, for a lot man. of shit. Yeah, dude. Good times. Old head, moped. Been around the block. Frankie from the Rebel Rousers. <laughs> Got packages in the mail. There's a lot going on this week, man. There's, there's a lot to unpack this week. Um, I'm going to have to like dive back into my phone and the internet and see how shit went tonight. Hopefully, uh, you know, nothing crazy is going on. I'm willing to bet that everybody stay at home and abided by the curfew. Uh, and and respectfully... No, I guess not. Probably not. Oh, yeah, I saw people out there yeah. on the way here. I'm yeah. sorry. What? Speak up. People are Can you smile people, when you talk? Uh, yeah, Remember we just had this conversation. You have to smile. You have to have a smile because if you don't, then if so, if, if you don't smile, then you sound kind of like depressing. But if you but smile, if you smile, you sound like if this. You smile, then you know you sound upbeat and you know positive. <laughs> That's true. I think I can sound upbeat without smiling. <laughs> no, you have no, to you smile. No, you cannot. I've so, seen you do it. So, so, I really so, think I can sound upbeat, guys, just like this without smiling. You're, you're smiling. Kind of smiling. That's fucked up. So I'm now, totally like smiling. Now say it without smiling. I think I can sound a B without no. smiling. <laughs> I think I can sound a B. I can definitely smile and not sound a B at the same time.
I I can definitely sound No. All right. Shut up. This is the great debate of 2020. I don't, I don't like this game. <laughs> Frankie's good for something, I guess. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I just got a message from um one of my faraway moped children. What's a nice bigger intake I can run? Uh you want to hear my moped question? I just got in the mail just a second ago. What should spark plug gap be? Ooh. Three. Whatever the fuck you want it to be. It doesn't matter. Don't shut the... Just put the fucking plug in. Open. Open. Yeah, not closed, you fucking asshole. Take the rocks out of your spark plug gap and out of your head. Um, I have gap spark plugs, and I've had them open big, and I've had them open small, and they've all run about the same. As long as it's not close. Still no horsepower. Do you usually set your points at .018? And what gap should Sparkplug be? Also interested in a $250 better ignition if 12 volt and 60 watt. Also want new front fork, rear shocks, new tires, and brake cables. He's trying to go up. Brake springs and speedometer cable and more once motor runs well. He wants a blaster full out custom build, bro. He wants, it, he wants it all, man. I think he wants to see me fucking blow my brains out. <laughs> he wants it all, and he wants to pay you to do it, or he, he wants, does to, not or want to, he pay wants me to become to a it. moped prospect, and you guys make him do it on his own, and then he can learn from trial and error. The only advantage... Like Frankie. This guy lives randomly on, like, some acreage out in the middle of nowhere, so we could go there and, like, be total fucktard rednecks nah, and shoot He's guns. He's gotta do whatever it takes, like Frankie, and put that bitch in the back of a Saturn and come downtown and... Do it's it on his own time. This is the teach you got to fish or fish for him kind of thing. I'm like, I'm not really trying to. Yeah, he's got to do that before I really want to help him. You know? Prove yeah. yourself. Prove Sorry. yourself. <laughs> but yeah, mine's. He's asking for a bigger intake, but I'm like, you. For what? For what motor? Well, it's for a Hobbit that just put that Hobbit motor that I shipped off. Okay. And Why does he need a bigger intake? I don't know. Like, I, I'd have to ask him if he's going to have a bigger carb because. Uh, he when I sent it to when he sent it to me, he's like, "Oh man, this intake's hella small." Blah blah blah. And you're gonna you it's know, great. port it out. I'm like, "Well, the intake's of, is a P52." He's trying to pick, fix so a problem open. that doesn't exist. Yeah, it's a P52, so the intake is already larger than the P51, and it's got the double read holes instead of the one hole. And it is a 15 millimeter, and then the intake's a 15, and the carbs a 15, so everything matches. It's, so yeah, it's, at some point you you basically level out, and so you've got. What can only handle, let's just say, a 15 intake, but you've got a 24 on it. Like the, Yeah, then you're just going to restrict it, and it's not going to like really do you, anything. You actually different. lose velocity. Yeah, right now, it's like everything's the same size, so it's working efficiently. And I'm like, if you want a bigger intake, then you're going to need to change the base intake like to and go to four pedal or something that can actually like, you know, pump more. Money. Buy more stuff. Buy more stuff. Do more things. Call, call, Guys, tre- call Treatland. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Episode 80. I forgot again. Three. three? You told me three because I swore it was four. <laughs> and you told me three. I almost said four. 83. <laughs> 83. Um, Fuck your car. Ride a moped. Yeah. Oh. She knows it. She's, she's, <laughs> she likes she, us. Yeah, she Frankie. likes us. Yeah, Frankie, you're always welcome. You can come back. Anytime. Thanks. I'd yeah, like you that. can always sit in the chair and not say shit. Anytime well, you I'm come. a freshie. What the hell you want me to say? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, I, <laughs> oh, now you want to fucking talk? Yes. Now Show's I want to talk. Now you want to say yeah, something? Yeah. Now I can speak freely. <laughs> Thank you. Speak your mind, Frankie. I mean, tell us how it is.
Thunderstruck! <laughs> no, it's good times. Um, like we tell all our friends in Richmond, the podcast room is an open invite. So if you are ever in Richmond and you want to just like hang out with us, and it's a Sunday, that's what we're going to be doing. <laughs> and yeah, check out Austin's cool bikes he's got on the internet. Check out his new lighting company, which is cool. Send us an email. Send us, Send email. us a package of free stuff. If you want to contribute to our episode 100 raffle, which we're trying to do something cool. I know a lot of people have already kind of reached out. And if I haven't replied, or if it's been a while since we spoke, it's probably because I'm busy as fuck and I don't remember. There's so, that, yeah. So that totally it. happens. It's not like you don't have two jobs <laughs> so send it and a podcast and helping run a mope community and working on bikes. It's a, it's a lot. It's hectic. A labor of love. Yeah, so yeah, forgive us if we missed you, but oh, just hit us back. I ordered new t-shirts for the podcast. It's the uh, Bride Leaves in Five Minutes yeah. design that I was going to do in the jackets, but I kind of missed the window of like jacket weather. And I didn't like the jackets. What? So, I like jackets. Yeah. I like jackets. I didn't like those jackets. I got well. I ordered a bunch of samples. I spent 150 bucks on samples, and I got a bunch of samples in. And then COVID hit, and I lost my job. And I was like, oh well, now I'm just stuck with all these fucking jackets. That I'm not gonna do anything with. And I was like, I'll just put on a t-shirt. Yeah. So we're gonna get t-shirts in with that. Uh, I ordered them. I'm not. I'm not. First ones. I'm not actually printing because I'm not at the job, and I'm already doing so much other stuff. I'm not gonna like try to figure all that out. So. Yeah. I just like, you know, I'll just pay you guys, just print it for me. So I should have that like next week or something. But yeah, Fourth. that's it. Fuck your car, ride a moped. Fuck your car, ride a moped. Hit the voicemail. <laughs> Hit the voicemail. No one likes us. No one likes us. And <laughs> shut up, Frankie. We're not smiling for you anymore, dude. I need you guys sound the same, motherfucker? No, no I don't. <laughs> Drop down and give me 10 prospect. Not to burn uh, your own house down for anger with an enemy. What are your favorite moped sounds? It is your duty. To fortify your own house so that you may be a house of refuge in times of organization. And now is the time to plot, plan, strategize, organize, and mobilize.